Welcome to the Clary Podcast, a division of Aaron Clary, LLC, brought to you by assholeconsulting.com, Aaron Clary, Chairman and CEO. Your host, Captain Capitalism himself, the world's only professional asshole, Aaron Clary. It, uh, my Wi-Fi doesn't go out. I, I it's a day. <laughs> it's a day. So if it does go out, I'll just re, I'll, I'll redo it and come back in and all that. You know, I have fully come to expect today and this week is just the lord spreading our ass cheeks so we can get fucked in the ass that's the day so far because i went to the dmv today yeah but you see here's the deal you said i said i can go at or what 9 a.m and you're like right. oh i gotta go to the dmv so we better delay it or whatever and i'm right. sitting there eating bacon at 9 yeah. 15 <laughs> you're calling up and i'm like well, that's basically 9 a.m. What <laughs> the only reason I got back that early is because I woke up really early this morning and could okay. go back to sleep. Okay. And so I went there. And because did you know, did you escape Minnesota before this damn DMV computer system went went crashing down? Do you remember that scandal? It cost yes, the I, state two hundred million dollars or something. Yeah, and I didn't need to interact with it at all when it was in the process of crashing. So. Right. Because you had, you had gone, um, you, you were, you were South Dakota resident by that. Well, time. I mean, I, my, uh, whatever the, the, your expiration date on your license, your driver's license. Oh, so I didn't need to, you know, it was, I think I was still in Minnesota, but I didn't need to go do anything. And then in South Dakota, we got the real, real ID. So that was a different experience going to the DMV in South Dakota. But you go ahead and you talk about Minnesota, and then I'll tell oh. you about the wonders of South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your experience was better than mine. I went yesterday. I Okay, <clears throat> is there any more sheeple people than white Minnesotans? Uh, I, 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 Yeah, they're pretty herd-like, yeah. Like, if there's a line, not only do they got to get in it, they got to jerk off to it. Like, oh, my God, I'm in the line, I'm in the line, my God. We went to the DMV, and I'm doing the math because I do math. You know, my time's precious. And me uh-huh. and the GF are looking, and I have to get this in before I take off for winter. And I'm doing the math. I'm like, they have – it's taken about seven minutes per number. Yep. And I'm like, they're only open another 45 minutes. And I look. I'm like, there's 20 people ahead of us. We're not getting through. And this is where I really do believe, you know, there's times where I'm tempted, DT. My philosophy is libertarianism, individuality. Let the individual prove his or her superiority or inferiority. But then when the little mouth and the little wifey poo starts yapping, I'm like, why the fuck did we give you the right to vote? (laughs) Just why the fuck did we give you the right? Shut the fuck up. We're leaving. Well, why do we have to do that? I like gotta explain math. So I went in this morning because I was up. I'm like, I'm gonna go and, and be the first guy there. You know, I'm gonna go down down to the the Woodbury, which is wider than White could White. 
Sure. And uh, and I get I get there, and there's already a fucking line, like it's goddamn Soviet Russia. It isn't even open yet. People are standing in ten degrees, shivering their asses off with their fucking pieces of paper. And I'm like, oh man, just come on, man, just give me one. <laughs> I get there, and and I'm glad I stood out with the rest of the sheep in the Soviet breadline. Uh, because all of a sudden, sure enough, that line before they opened was three times as long. I got in there, still waited 30 minutes. Uh, sure. Well, everybody I, was thinking like you were. Well, I'll, if I get there early. I'll, right, uh, right. These know. are the smarter ones. But it, I, I kind of just, I get in. And, and there's the line. And I'm doing the math again. They're taking seven to eight minutes again. What? Do you know this thing called the internet? Have you heard of it? Yeah, well, that was the whole point of the uh, uh, whatever their new system was. You're supposed to it was supposed to make it better, right? Wasn't it? Wasn't where she's supposed to be able to do everything that you want to do that you're about to go blow a gasket on? You think? (laughs) Yes. Hey, and it doesn't even have to be the DMV or the new system. Like you can usually go online, uh, tax returns or uh, anything government, anything requiring a form. You print it off, you fill it out, you save everybody. Everybody saves five minutes in the line. You're now saving days of time and making mm. the system go faster, faster, faster. What does that fucking rely on, DT? Well, it relies on people, right? Right. Yeah. And who are they? What are they the cause of? They're, people are the problem, as I like to say. I, I just, every day, missing the throw-ups are proven. Like, I just, I... Beforehand, do I do I ethically and morally want to kill people? Now I'm like, yes, there's nothing more I want to do in life than just lay waste to people. Because they sit there. I'm number 10 in line. I'm thinking, this is going to go fast. There's Herman. Oh, well, what kind of IDs can I get? I'm looking at him like, you dumb motherfucker. Couldn't you have? You're going to ask the lady in line? You took a fucking. So here's this poor woman. I don't fault the DMV workers. They're, they're understaffed. It's not their fault. But you're talking to to this dipshit who didn't go online. People coming up. Oh, I didn't. I says I said I have to fill out a form. Oh, oh, let me go grab one and fill it out here. I am Johnny on the spot, ready to fucking go. Good citizen, American Clary. So I don't hold up the fucking line. Fuck no, dopey ass dipshit. Stand in line, communist breadline, white people. Just I'm like fuck it. I just I did no. You should do that. You should just join the herd, man. Just you know, no, I to piss off other people. Just have a strike up a conversation. You know, a lot of these people that go to the DMV, this is the only time they get out of the house, so it's the only human interaction they get, and they just kind of I don't know. That's I, I have only hey, one hey Matilda. Goal. Yeah. I have only one goal in life, DT. And it oh, should I be know. it should be everybody's goal. I know, but maybe you need to switch that goal to to cause pain to other people. You're you that's getting caused you to you. know what my goal is. How do you know what my goal is? You're you try to you try to take advantage of as much time as you can because you're gonna die. Right, right, right. In the larger overall attempts to achieve what in life? Greatness. Right. Okay. I. How many people oh, you, have oh, lived just a, just a second. Uh, speaking yeah. of greatness, yeah. when you did the mic check, when you asked me, "Hey, how's the mic sound?" Yeah. You weren't like shrieking into the mic. That oh, you were just doing little... there. So, so I don't know. It, it was clicking, and it was kind of. I don't know. You might All be right. a little too close. It, to it, it. It. 
<laughs> mic check, mic check. Does, I, does it sound okay? Yeah, it does. I, ah! How does it sound now? <laughs> you break into the scotch early, DT? No, I just got coffee oh, okay. going. All right, all right. Uh, I want to achieve not so much greatness, but how many people have lived on the planet? Humans. How many humans have uh, lived on the planet? I looked this up. It's very interesting. Actually. Historically speaking. Uh, Since humans were first born of the apes or however the hell we got here. Man, I would guess what we got six billion right now. I would oh. guess 20 billion. They estimate between 50 and 100 billion. Okay. Because we've been on the planet for 200, uh, 2 million years. Right. I was just thinking that we had a lot less people in the past, and I was trying to figure out that curve very quickly, and, and I under I underestimated. Well, yes. anyway, so how many of them are notable, influential, historical people? How many people made history? Oh, I mean, it's uh, – well, Elon Musk, I've talked about this on the podcast, uh, the, the debrief, where Leo, um, uh, Elon Musk says – well, we got to colonize the solar system because then we'll have trillions of humans and we'll have we'll have hundreds of Einsteins. So trillions, trillions of, of parasites, hundreds of hosts. Great. Congratulations. Yep, exactly. Yep. Or okay. geniuses, you know, 100 Einstein geniuses, you know. Think of how pointless and irrelevant the vast, vast, vast majority of humans are. Or oh, no. Yeah, they exist to for the prop. It's a probability. That's all it is. That's the See, only reason why they to propagate the genes that maybe thousands of generations down the road, they're infinitesimally uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren Indian DNA levels of, of genetics create a human that might be an Einstein or an Edison, or since Mary Jo Rodriguez is in any one of the great and wonderful white males have created and invented all the shit. It's an inside joke between me and her because mm -hmm. she liked the white man. <clears throat> I don't want to be. It, it, when, when you die, that's it. I don't believe in this afterlife thing. I'm, I'm kind of more and more convinced of that. So all you have is your memory that humans remember you or you have somehow influenced. Like, no doubt there is a unspoken, unsung software engineer hero who programmed some kind of code in one of the very critical, you know, Google or Microsoft or whatever. The, the, the inf I don't want to be famous, but I want somewhat of a legacy so that when I die, it's like I helped out humanity. There is an actual legacy to point to. Now, in this case, it looks like it's going to be my books where I redirect and reallocate people's time and resources and money to not piss away their lives. We've saved already hundreds, maybe thousands of young men and women's lives from majoring in stupid shit. That's the legacy. I'm proud of that. So when I'm on my deathbed, I'm not going to be sitting there like, I pissed it away. I wish I ate more ice cream. I wish I spent more time with my kids. I'm like, my name is Aaron Clary, motherfucker, and I did some goddamn good. Right? Sure. Yep. Right. That's my goal. When I go to the DMV, I don't want to be those people, DT. I don't want to hang out with Matilda. I don't want to talk to Herman. Why the fuck, Herman, didn't you get the fucking print off with the PDF? I know you're a boomer, but Jesus fucking Christ, you couldn't think about this? You could you could text grandchildren's pictures all the time, but you can't think enough to print off a PDF file and then shorten everybody's line at the, over at the DMZ. Yeah, DMV. And yeah, so the that's D the DMZ too, right? <laughs> DMZ too, right. And so that's that's all I want. It's all I want in life, DT, is, and I can't But do you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. You might I, as no, well just, I am. Yeah. I am. Hang on. Let me tell you why it's, it's a real, what's worse? 
a, a, a hot girl says, you'd never stand a chance with me. I don't want to go out with you or a hot girl that leads you on and th- lets you think there's a chance. What's better. What's worse. Or what's worse is the one that leads you on the one that leads you on. And see, this is how life is with people that wish to achieve excellence. Like you can see it. You can just, it's oh, within sure. yeah. reach, yeah. but Oh, like just today, Logging in, StreamYard didn't send the fucking code to get in. I'm like, is it down? Am I going to be down? To- Can I not do the podcast? There's always these grains of sand in the engine that just slow it down on a thousand cut death level. We're <clears throat> and standing in line to the point like, you know, but this is oh, the herd zone. The herd zone's never going to change when you're in I- the herd. Yeah, the herd, the herd kind of controls when you're in the herd, right? But then don't. Lead me to believe that I can achieve. Now I got to achieve it, but it's going to take three times the amount of effort. I guess that's life. You know, I just got to accept it. I just got to accept the the analogy I'm going through is writing this book where yesterday I thought I'm going to have eight solid hours. No, you know why? Because stuff came up. Sure. Stuff came up. I promised the nieces I'd take them ice skating. Well, that's oh, good. we're going to be late. Oh, we're going to be oh, there's traffic. Da, da, da. Driving through. Oh, did you get this? Did you get that? And all of a sudden, I don't get back till 9 p.m. at night. You know how many hours of writing I got in? You got two. 90 minutes. Okay. Not even two I was hours. Close. Nine, I was close. Yeah. And it and you just kind of think like if we if everybody could turn their game up by 10 fucking percent. We would have GDP grow by 20 or 30%. If people oh, sure. just yeah. upped their fucking game and got yeah. drove a little bit better, traffic would, would go would go down by half. And it's and that's it's that it's that tease. It's that hot chick with red hair and big tits saying, Come on to my house, Clary. I feed you candy. You're like, okay, oh wait, oh, there's traffic. Oh, wait, get a lumber in the line. Oh, we're closing the office early. It's like Fuck you, people. It's yeah, like, either, I, it. I don't know. Maybe there should be an affirmative action program for us super smart geniuses to have our fucking shit together. Like, hey, 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 get out of his way. <laughs> here, here. He skips to the head of the line. She gets to she gets in uh, into this program or something like that. Get, get let let these quarterbacks run with the fucking ball. But it's I not going it. to happen. It's not going to no. happen. No, because because the danger with that is that is the Chinese social score where you do get points right. for you know and uh, people like us would <laughs> would would be fucked either way. I think I think they'd go, yeah, this guy's really smart, but you know what? He doesn't believe in climate change, so we're not going to send him to the I, front of the I, line. I know, I know. I'm not. I'm not Ash. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. It's it's what could be achieved. You oh, know, no, I what get could it. be possible? Imagine if everyone had their shit together like they did in the 40s and the 50s. You know, frugal, efficient, not yep. wasting people's time. We got fucking good Lord Christ. They don't what? have to. It's there's no consequence now. And that's nope. that's that the debrief is all about trying to institute some consequence through your own actions, mm-hmm. which no, we basically, just, yeah, but um, yeah, it's not gonna happen until until we go through the next great recession. Yep. <laughs> Hard times create good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, so what was the South Dakota DM, uh, DMZ? Was that any better? It was a it was a wonderful experience. You're kidding? <laughs> Are you kidding? Great. No, I'm not kidding. Really? I, I'm not kidding. See, I didn't realize that it was real ID, and so we needed to get our South Dakota driver's licenses. We needed like our birth certificate and okay stuff like that. You needed like two forms of ID and yeah, blah yeah. blah blah. So we went to the DMV thinking uh, this is going to be a normal 
thing. And all in all, you need you need this too. So we were one of the ones that would have pissed you off because we didn't have the right stuff, right? <laughs> but everybody, piss- I'm just, everyone's gonna <laughs> piss me off. It's like Jesus. Everyone lets me down. Thomas but I got or whoever <clears throat> Judas there. Yes, but it was. When I had all everything I needed, which was see, I needed to get both my driver's license and the new license plates for the vehicles, right? Because you don't want South right. Dakotans seeing a Minnesota plate and no. flicking you off. Right. <laughs> so that took it took less time to do both my driver's license and the license plates than it ever took me to just get a driver's license done in Minnesota. It was it was so simple. It's like here you go, and they had all the license plates behind the counter. Here you go, sir. Just give it right there. Yeah. They wow. Had it right there. Oh they my had god. <laughs> Didn't have to wait for them in the mail or however the fuck it happens in Minnesota. Non-communist Just... white people for the win again. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Who knew? Here you go. Here you go. Your new license plates and and they're in order. So uh, it's too bad we've got three vehicles. Yeah. And Mrs. DT wasn't ready with hers. Oh, so okay. so we would have had all our license plates right in a row, like right like. One, Aww, two, three. <laughs> how cute. <laughs> would have been the DT fleet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it would have been, that would have been kind of cool. That would have been neat. No, that's, uh, so oh. it was, yeah, that's why I said it was, you know, it would be different because yeah, it is better here. It's, it's better here. I think in like every way <laughs> and almost like <laughs> you can bring up an example, every podcast about here's what I experienced in Minnesota this week. And I'll go, Hmm. <laughs> Here's how it's different here, and you know that, of course. Right, right. Well, you almost you here. almost went for a hike on uh, what Buzzard's Roost, right? Yeah, yeah. And in January, we, right. And it, all we needed, I ordered them. I got them on Amazon, and I went. I think, or maybe this is the only one I didn't go through. I need to do the blood shuckles rant. That reminds me. Oh. But uh, I've got the studs now for um for the for the shoes. I, if it was just me, I would have went up the trail, no problem. Yeah, but with all the kids there, you know, you do not want to carry somebody out of the woods on ice with a broken leg. You don't want to do that, <laughs> or stay up with them all night with a concussion, or you know, you just so uh, get the right foot footwear. That's all we right. needed. Was just to make sure we don't slip. Right. Uh, well, it's that's a fun. When you have you been there before? Before the snow no. fell, did you go? Okay, you you'll like the view. You'll be able to see your house. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I yep. was wondering if I could if I could see. I think because so. I was like, that looks like the ridge and that looks like the valley. Yeah. And I think there's the the water tone. I'm like, yeah, triangulate. Is that is it? But bring bring binoculars. I think. Sure. Yep. We've got our little uh, spy glasses or whatever. But um, let's stay on top of the of the the blood shekels here and you can do your. Rant. Although I'm curious about your rant. Uh, well, it, no, it's it's just you. you've got a lot of money from me. This. Oh, yeah. This you matter. got a ton. Uh, Adriano <laughs> Ramos, two dollars Australian. Hey. Eh? Uh, and then Adriano Ramos, how do I get the girls? If it's, if it is Australian, you become an American firefighter and you fly to Australia. Right. And apparently you just get your dick sucked there, uh, automatically. <laughs> Juan Corp, uh, Corvera, uh, DMV here is way worse. Appointments take three months. Oh yeah. Could you imagine going to the uh, San Francisco DMV? <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're handing out all their poop licenses now. Oh right? my God. Here you can poop. You can poop here with this license. <laughs> you got to set up an appointment three months in advance, right? Could you fuck California? Fuck you, dumbass socialists! Oh my god, no way! 
That's the opinion. That like I'm standing in line. It's cold. We're shivering, right? I'm thinking this is like what it must have been like to be Soviet. You know, it's uh-huh, cold, right? Dreary <laughs> Minnesota. It's cold. You know, and and but they were to get bread. But that that is communist. Like you got to be in line over in California. A line uh, three months line. in advance. Yeah, huh. but think about that. That's all. That's all socialism is is a shortage of of necessary goods and services so lines queue up right and and even traffic is the is the epitome line it's the number one line it wastes your time mm-hmm. oh, at least we got free health care oh, at least we got free dish <laughs> um let me keep scrolling here adriano there's that i think we're all caught up that's that well we're, we're you're kind of Kind of went early to the super chat. I had to because I I don't want to go through this damn login again because Uh, all life is going to be is clicking screens and logins and usernames. Yep. We won't ever actually be doing any work ever again. Um, I just wanted to stay on top of it. So what what is your blood shekels rant? Well, you've mentioned you've mentioned it on the on the podcast before that right that DT's got the new way of doing the Amazon affiliate. Okay, so I get it, people out there. I get it. You don't want to shop on a fucking computer. You don't want to sit in front at a desk in front of a computer and shop. You want to have your device out. You want to have your phone out and watch TV or whatever while you're shopping. Okay, fine. Fill your fucking cart with the stuff you want to buy on your device. Then right at the end, remember, hey, old Cappy Cap needs some money. And you go walk down the stairs to the basement oh, or DT, wherever. Now you hold it, hold it. Wait, walk <laughs> down the stairs? Are you crazy? Log on to your computer. Log on now? Are you nuts? Hit captaincapitalism.blogspot.com. All scroll this down. wasted just porn a, I could be watching. It's a little bit. Click on the Amazon. And then, boom, your page comes up. You've got the cart right there. You click cart. You click checkout. You're done. And Cap gets how much percent do you get? I get a six to seven percent commission. Six to account. seven. So I think you got at least. Oh God, you guys blew what two grand over the recent? I don't know. It might have been that much. It, yeah, yeah, it's it seventy was. to one hundred and forty bucks, right? Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, one hundred forty bucks. If it they'll was, pay for, they'll pay for the gas for me to get all the way out to Vegas. And so it's not that. I mean, I. I've been friends with you for a while and I've never done that. Right. I feel really bad oh. now because I, I've always just kind of, when I'm on my device, I just hit, hit, you know, hit buy and be done with it. Yeah. Right. But it's not that much of an extra effort for all to support old cap, to just do all your shopping on your device. Then just at that last step, make sure you're on your computer and look cap got, it's no, it was no, you know, sweat off my balls. It was nothing. Cost and, you nothing extra. Yeah. yeah. No, I and, don't, don't feel bad. Cause I had the, I still have these friends. They're in Del Mar, California. You ever been to Del Mar? North no, of San but Diego? It, it's famous for something, isn't it? It's just beautiful. Nice. Uh, I'm trying to uh, like it. It's like the YZ of okay. the twin cities or the YZ of San Diego. It's right on the beach, uh, rich. And so I have friends that live there and they hate leaving the house. All they want to do is walk from their home down to the beach. That's it. Right. Um, the dude is an amazing dude. He goes out and catches fish on his kayak. Okay. They're like 75% self-sustaining in really? a major metro area. So she has huh. like a, a 
a, a not a vineyard, a, a garden, and he goes out and catches the fish. Just just a really cool couple. Um, and so they buy everything on Amazon because they don't want to go to that. So they had done some major repairs, I think, and they blew fourteen thousand dollars on materials. Right. And they say, hey, you know, you could buy all this stuff on Amazon. We went, we we spent fourteen thousand dollars on. I'm like, please tell me you went through my Amazon affiliate program. They're like, what's that? I'm like, no. (laughs) The weird thing is, though, you have no idea if it's going to you or not. I mean, you click on it, the window opens up. There's no, there's no like, there's nothing on your receipt or anything that says that it's going through properly. So it usually does. It usually does. If you're doing it through the computer, you go through the Amazon affiliate link, which is located, by the way, at olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon image there. It takes you there, and you're set to go. Um, it usually does. And, you know, I've never put any of my finances dependent upon it. You know, it's been like beer money and, and then sure. something. That's great. But, yeah, if if everyone did what you did, like if everyone it's, – it's a habit. I'm, I'm sure everyone would like to help out. There's no doubt about it. And not just me. Like there's other podcasts. Like I uh, I go through the great ones, uh, uh-huh. Amazon affiliate program. Back when Tom Likas was on, I would go through Tom Likas's Amazon affiliate program. And you could spread it out. You know, you could spread right. it out. But if you just get into the good habit, that is the best way to support um, – you know, podcasters, content creators, whatever, without it costing you a dime. Anything, so if everyone gets yeah. another habit, yeah, if you get in the habit and you can inconvenience yourself for the great Capmeister and go to the Amazon affiliate program for or, or book market or whatever, um, that's that helps out. And I know but, it's very inconvenient to go on uh, off the phone, but it it does help. But my point is, is that. I figured out a way so it's even less inconvenient. You know, you still do all your goddamn shopping while you're watching Netflix, you know, up, you know, upstairs on the couch, on your phone, blah, blah, blah. Or you're at work and you're kind of shopping around at lunchtime. Just wait for that last, wait for that last step. It's not a big deal. And with two day shipping, who the fuck cares? I mean, you just, if you have to wait a half an hour, Four hours, whatever. It's not going to make a big difference. So, but you know what's sad? What was that article came out that millennials had the attention of goldfish? You know the yes, the attention right. span nine is going seconds. Yep. Okay, whatever, whatever it happens to be, it's going down. Um, I I have to find the data, but something like there should be a chart out there somewhere, like the number of clicks you have to go to, or the number of sites right. you have to go to, like what percent of your audience you lose. Like right. if I want to go to a, if I want to read an article and I have to click two or three times, you only get 5% of the original people who saw the front page actually go through or like he's now this is funny and I have a vested interest against them, but have you gone to these mainstream uh, newspapers, websites, you know, the old newspapers that legitimate newspapers, but now they have the internet and, and you're like, Oh, here's an article I want to read. And they say, if you'd like to continue reading, right, yes. so, yeah, go, fuck yourself. go fuck yourself. I don't need to read the LA times. Go fuck right. yourself. Yeah. I hate it where they have a sponsored link on Facebook and then they don't make the article free. What the fuck? Are you, yeah. <laughs> you just want us to react to the title assholes. <laughs> well, it's so, well, it's so funny because it shows you just to what extent people who want to become journalists just what a hobby it is like they will become journalists at any cost they will work for like most of the huffington post writers work for free free. yeah yeah it's Uh, basically a blog it's you know they'll say oh the huffington post said this today no they didn't it's just some fucking blogger on there that's writing an article for free (laughs) 
Right. Or then Condi Nast, they got like the they own Glamour or Inquirer or something like that, all the, the women's magazines. And then XO Jane and Salon and Slate. They don't make a damn penny and they have free fucking writers. I right. mean, there's it it is just a it's basically a diary yep. of American leftists and feminists who just have to like, you know, it's it, I'm doing the data on on this book. Millennials on average are 30. It's like, dude, give it up. Are 30 years old? Yeah, you're 30 years old. Okay, your youth is gone. All right. You're not old yet, and you're not quite middle age, but give it the fuck up already. Like, if you're 30 and you're still dicking around, like, I want to be a journalist. I want to be a content creator. Like, fuck you. When do you, you're getting gray hair now. When the fuck are you going to grow up and actually start supporting yourself like an adult? Oh, they, they still go, man. They still got to make it. As you a, know what word I hate? Go. You just said it. What's that? I hate content. I hate that word. Yeah. Uh, in our world, you know, uh, blogging, podcasting, whatever. It's always, oh, I put out this content and I put out this content and I have this content over here and I really like that content. And it's it's shit. That's all it is. It's stuff. It's this shit. is my stuff. This is my shit. This is whatever. It's not you don't need to put a fancy name on it. Content. <laughs> well, and I wish it was quality content. It's not. No, I mean, (laughs) remember, okay, let's go back in the day. Back in the day, we're in the 80s. Remember the 80s, DT? Yes. Everything was great in the 80s. We had Ronald Reagan, early early to mid 80s. Great. Loud colors. Well, it was more late 80s. People got haircuts. Um, All that brown, drab, uh, 70s shit went away. What was on television? In the 80s. In the 80s. I just remember cartoons, like awesome cartoons. Bugs Bunny, yeah. Knight Rider. Um, if you made it to television, now some good shit. You, you just because there were only so many channels. Then you had cable, right? And the yep. rich kids had cable. Oh my god, they got cable. You know, let's go over there and watch cable. They got HBO or Cinemax or whatever the fuck it was. Um, and then all of a sudden the bandwidth on cable, whatever. Now there's like a thousand channels and nothing's on. Yep. Right. So the quality went down. Mm-hmm. Now you have the internet. It, before you thought you thought there was a thousand channels and nothing on. We have millions right. yeah. of channels and jack fuck all shit on. You've got jack I, fuck all shit. I talk about Pluto TV, free internet TV, and it's awesome because it most of it's old stuff. A right. lot of it is you know there will be a channel. Well, I I watch the channels almost exclusively devoted to MST3K. And riff tracks. That's what I watch. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. I love it. And I love those guys because they don't eat riff tracks is new. Riff tracks is the same guys that were on MST3K, but now just riffing on, on movies. And then, of course, everybody knows what Mystery Science Theater 3000 is. Well, and, I don't know. <laughs> very special in that regard. <laughs> and the new stuff, they don't get political. I love it. I'd love to get a hold of them and just say, because th- some of the guys, from that show have have done it have riffed here and there on movies and they're so fucking com- uh, political it's just it's just like everything else it just pisses me off i have to turn it off but these guys at riff tracks they're not and i just like to thank them thank you for putting something out there that i can just enjoy and not have to go oh there's a rip on trump oh there's another rip on trump oh there's a rip on republicans oh there's a rip on christians oh there's a rip on this that and the other thing just be fucking funny and that's enough. Well, and here, here's the good news. It, it, 
because there's a million channels and literally nothing on now. I mean, everyone could be a, a newspaper or their own television mm. or radio show. <clears throat> like me. <laughs> like you, but you like do me. it more as a hobby. You're, right. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's boil it down. How sad and pathetic are all these millions of journalism majors or broadcasters, whatever they are, right. who are still, that not only today are still trying to make it their profession, but will continue to do this until they're fucking dead. Right. Think about that. Think about those lives all gone and wasted. And they don't do it. They're just, no. I mean, they used to have standards. They don't anymore. It's like they basically, they say, well, we're journalists and we've gone to school for this, but we need to compete with all these people like old DT. So we're just going to say shit <laughs> and, yeah. and we're going to still claim that we're journalists and that we have this kind of high esteem and standard, but we're just like everybody else. Yeah. You're just like everybody else. So why did you go get the degree? <laughs> and how fucking sad is it that you and me have probably more pull than the average journalist professional content creator. I mean, really think about that. Like I did this as therapy because right. I don't know if you knew this DT, I'm kind of an angry man. Yes. Like, don't do this. I'm going to kick children and puppies. Uh, you wouldn't but, kick children. Well, well some children. Boy, some. some, oh, some there's, there's, but not very many. Oh, you like kids. I like kids. There's some, though, where it's like you spit. Yeah, but that's your, the parent. You want to hit the parent. You don't want well, to hit, the, hit the parent. But when I see a seven year old spit in his uncle's face, not me, but another uncle, I'm kind of like, wow, I could break your neck. Right. I could yeah. break a little seven year old's neck right fucking now because you're not going to help the herd. But uh, that's not that's that's the parents' fault. Unless the it's parents an fault, actual yeah. thing wrong with their brain, you yeah, know, yeah, well, that's the parents' it, fault. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, this was done as a hobby. This, right. this, I've never taken a journalism class. I flunked out of seventh grade English, and all of these. Well, we I had it on the podcast last time. There's the two two fat professors dot org or dot com. I don't is know. This, these two fat women over in, in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm not even going to call them professors because they have degrees in, I think, women's studies, agenda studies, and all that. And one's, one's got a degree in English. So you'd think the gal who who has the doctorate in English and literature would have written something? No, nothing. They have nothing. Oh, they got articles published in periodicals no one's ever heard of. Peer-reviewed papers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the irony that the people who didn't make it their life goal who don't, tr you know, you just kind of wing it, you know, like, hey, I'm going to write this book because I predict the housing market. I want to, I want to prove I'm right. All of a sudden it's the people who are authentic who right. actually have, you know, and, and they're not even trying to make the fucking money. You know, you, they just look at the, the best podcasters, Joe Rogan. He right. didn't go to school for broadcast journalism. I'm sure. No. And um, I, I'm sure the way that, came about was he just met all these really cool people and thought right. what we should just he's probably had tons of awesome conversations mm -hmm. and would think man we should have recorded that that was a good conversation right. and right. that's how it came about right and so he, even even you and me, we're no joe rogan so i'll admit that but we are way more successful than people who pissed, not only pissed away four to six years in school and all that money, they're going to piss away the rest of We're better than any, I'm not saying morally better, but that too, because Huffington Post are a bunch of liars. We are 
more successful, shall we say, and an endeavor we didn't set out to do than pretty much all of the Huffington Post writers who are desperately trying to make it quote unquote in journalism Mm -hmm. and now have to live some kind of subsidized life through daddy or hubby or wifey poo or the government as they live in New York and write some fucking no name rag. I mean, take all your slate salon, XO Jane, Jezebel, take them all. I mean, it's it's sad. I have more Twitter followers than them, and that's not all dick comparing contests. It's like, what the hell? You, this is your profession. You should be right. trouncing me. How the fuck is it? Some no name dipshit who's angry and likes economics kicks your ass, right? Because we're authentic. It's well, just we actually think about it, right? There's a whole um, argument about the democratization of media, and that some people go. You know, and we had gatekeepers. It kind of whittled things down. Like you, like, like you were just talking about in the 80s, we had only a few channels. Right. And so the best shows would get on theoretically. theoretically. Right. And I think what's what happened was the gatekeepers became shit. They became social engineers. They became whatever. And and so that's why this has exploded everywhere else but i think there still is that thought that man if the gatekeepers could be good and you know if the publishing publishing houses actually did publish the best stuff right mm-hmm. then then yeah there would be some pull there if the if the journalism houses actually did real journalism and put together quality stuff then they would have an extra pull but the gatekeepers fucking suck they're not authentic like you said they've got an agenda they're not looking for quality they're looking for whatever the herd will propaganda get. is yeah. all they're looking yeah. for right so there is but it would be nice if there would be and i guess i guess it's probably naturally happening when you share if you when you share somebody else's stuff and and you've got credibility and you've got people that trust you then that other person's going to get more views because they trust you. So it's kind of like we can all be content creators and we can all be gatekeepers too. And that's the importance of sharing things. What I like about it is it has truly democratized things. So the cream does rise to the top. Um, now you got to take out. So? Do you think? The well, you got you to the you back out the agenda and the estate. Like when George Soros pays whatever to get clicks and, and drive. Okay. You yeah. got to, you got to back that out. But uh, you know, take a look at PJ Media. Take a look at um, uh, Bill Burr. Even though he's a comedian, I'm talking his media presence. Take a sure. look at. Um, I'm trying to think who else is. Uh, and, and I know this this may sound stupid or, but that's just because it's not. But there are a lot of uh, women out there who just do a damn good job reviewing products, and you know, uh, they they have basically made. Glamour, Cosmo, whatever, obsolete. Right, yeah, they do. Yeah. They talk about their makeup, and we can make fun of that. But millions of women watch that. They that's where they get the. So uh, I think it has gone because it's a vote. You get to send your clicks and your traffic and your viewing time wherever you want. There's nothing they can really do to stop that. Um, so it, it's good in that regard. But it's I guess what it's funny is watching that astroturf part of the internet you know where you sure, have i'm yeah. a i'm a media influencer i'm a content yeah. creator and it's i hate those words shit. i hate those fucking words i hate content i hate media influencer i hate all that stuff i know <laughs> someone said uh, well i have a i had a buddy. i'm just way too cynical to believe that crap i can't the word can't come out of my fucking mouth like the word journey and all this kind of story soft. sharing my story <laughs> it's just oh i hate it <laughs>
you know what's funny is those of us who like you know a one that I just hate the most like the irony is that we're the best storyteller content creator and we all we all just Ugh. cringe at that you yeah. know what I cringe the most at what life coach oh, like, God. oh just no <laughs> and people are like yeah but Aaron you are one I'm like I no. know. I, it's like like uh, Luke You're Skywalker like Luke, finding yeah, Luke out. Skywalker. Like, no, it's not true. <laughs> That's but impossible. Well, but see, because back in the day, that let's be honest about life coaches back in the day. Even today, who were they? The life coaches back yeah. in the day. Let's let's go back. Hang on, though. Remember. Let's go back to school. There'd be a pep rally, right? Because nothing yeah, says excitement but mandatory pep rally. Cheerleaders. Yeah. Who would who would they have show up? Oh, there's always some, yeah a pep rally. Well, the coach would show up for sure and give a, a coach. Yeah, that'd be yeah. a go. All right, yeah. but but usually, or maybe that there wouldn't be a pep rally. You would all congregate in the gym. Yeah. Yep. Because for an what, assembly or whatever. Yeah. Why were we assembling? Because there's some speaker that came in that was getting paid what? to make us all feel better about ourselves or whatever. drugs, kids. Look at yeah. that. Uh, motivational. Yeah. And you're just like, God, you want me to be motivated? Fucking end this 13-year prison sentence. If only there was a computer way to learn all this knowledge without having to talk to quantahaha, mcquantahaha face. You know I, who, and I could just read in, on the internet or something. You know who still does that, where that's still done? assemblies basically no they're still making these poor kids do that oh no, i'm not talking in schools where else college oh corporations government oh <laughs> governments <laughs> all these government people getting paid to do this all day training and over lunch somebody comes in and gets paid to basically fluff them <laughs> i mean it's just terrible it's so, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm glad I was in government for about, what was it? Nine months. So I didn't even make a year and, uh, it, it's as bad as you think it is. It's just, it's fucking nursery school. <laughs> I, uh, I remember, I don't remember, but he, who he is, but <clears throat> he was some guy that got on drugs and he was in a wheelchair and the, the, the the steroids he was doing is da 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 and you just wanted to go i don't want see and that's that's what i remember as a life coach it's usually a loser whose yeah. only job was to do this you know and, well and they did something and there's some life experience that they've had cuz they fucked up or whatever and they're one right. of the few that turn themselves around and so they feel like they have something to say right and you know what it's 100 percent true they do have a story to say and tell but it was always this loser you know there was a loser who was redeemed okay but he's still a loser and then right. when you saw life coaches it's some fat middle-aged old schlep who's got divorced has alimony like they do live in the van down by the river right <laughs> so that's in the olden days so that reputation carries over and say you're a life coach like well now it actually is pretty fucking important to be like a life coach because today's life coaches even though the vast majority of them are still the guy who lives down in the van by the river are these guys who are like yeah um a good half of you were raised without your fucking dads and of the half of you that did have your dads around you know 75 percent of your dads didn't do fuck all shit with you and now there's this huge Huge demand, especially among young men, to have somebody. This is why I called older brother because I don't want to be called a life coach. 
to like, yeah, dude, here are the basics of life that right. no one fight. And not only the basics of life, here's how you've been lied to and propagandized. There's like legitimate demand now, but it still is like ugh, life coach, storyteller. You, know, you, sh- you should get a hat, baseball hat with coach on it and a whistle. <laughs> Just do videos <laughs> no. like that. Yeah, that'd be funny. I was thinking about getting uh, one of them big, uh, those wigs that the British uh, yeah. judges wear and a judge sure. and a gavel because sure. I'm getting some asshole consulting emails that are kind of like, hey, should I do X or the Y? Or a yeah. or B? I, I hereby decree that the royal order of Cappy Court that you will not marry the single mother with four kids from five different fathers and herpes. I have ruled. And I bang very very loudly with the gavel. I, I don't understand gavel. I don't understand the life coach thing though. It's just I mean if I want to do something I do it. If I don't want to do something I say no. Um is there anything really else you need to know about life, life really? Yeah, I mean it's for me it's always so simple and I and I you know you look at the self-help section of a bookstore or the library whatever there's all these fucking books and is anybody really improving i don't i mean okay dt i got i got articles here okay and, and we're very harsh on women but that's cuz women are the ones who have been most heavily propagandized and are leading the most hypocritical contradictory lies but men do it too <clears throat> how do you get the girls what's the number one thing for you to get the girls the number one thing for men to get girls. What's the number one thing you do? Well, I suppose you have to approach. No, you hit the fucking gym. Well, yeah, that's hard. You diet and hit the gym. Yeah. Okay. But you and can hit the gym as, and not just approach as anybody. women will read diet books. They'll read diet blogs. They'll read workout books. They'll watch workout videos. They'll watch workout documentaries. They'll buy what a will Peloton. They not fucking, what will they not fucking do? They won't work out. They won't work out. Yeah. Oh, this article says if you change these electrolytes, it's like if you took half the energy you yap and put it on the treadmill, you lose the fucking weight. Men do the same fucking thing with life. The vast majority of life coaches promise this false reality. Like pickup artists are the perfect example, although there is an element of truth and there's some legitimate ones. But the promise is that there's an easy way out. Right. There's that doesn't formula. involve the gym. Yeah. yeah. Where yeah. this dopey, like, what is it? Real social dynamics? I don't know. I don't pay attention. Oh, you want to talk about a fraud. Now, again, there's an element of truth. Yes, you have to approach. Yes, you have to be confident. But, you know, well, I have one lapel up. Oh, look at that scarf, Clary. Oh, now you're going to get the chicks. Oh, wait, your headphones got the wire going not out that way? <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go, bro. Yeah, rookie move. It's like, that's You know what, what that is? Bullshit. That's the, that's the lucky, you know, the lucky socks that the baseball player wears. You know, it just it yeah. takes your mind off it. That's all that is. All They're scamming up. you. That's all. It's the it's uh, on Cheers the the little bottle cap of Sam Malone's last drink. That was yeah. his lucky bottle cap, and and it's a totem. That's all it is. My point with the life coaches is they are selling this easy way out where men don't have to hit the gym. That's how simple it is. If you wear this thing, wearing, buying clothes is way easier than a lifetime at the gym. Uh, having your hair cut a certain way is more yep. than a lifetime at the gym. Lead with your left, not your right. Uh, oppose this way, body language, all this shit, all this shit 
is so that you can avoid the, the hard truth in life, not just about dating girls, but anything, that to be successful takes what? Work. 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 And this is uh. where someone like Rich Cooper is a very authentic, genuine quote unquote, I'm sure he cringes just as much life coach because he tells him do the work Mm -hmm. and don't even fucking talk to me if you're not willing to do the work. That's why asshole consulting is fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Give me money. Here's my advice. Now fuck you again. Well, Rich Cooper gets paid a lot to say, do the work. So I'm sure if somebody asks, but you know, he's getting paid lots of money to say, well, you got to do the work. (laughs) <laughs> but but here's the thing. Now, this is this is why I have the life improvement plan as well. It's, it's one and the same thing. Rich ain't fucking around. So if people are going to spend that much money, they're serious about it. And True. I can understand yeah, him a, doing yeah. it. So he may, he may not have a thousand clients a day like I got at Asshole Consulting, but his time is certainly not wasted. Uh, my life improvement plan is I got sick and tired of, I'm a loser. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, you're lazy. Give me $10,000. And I will give you back 5,000 when you accomplish your goals. Mm-hmm. And, and that, because it's like, put up a shop. I don't have time. How's your mother? Where's your father? Well, you know, Freud says, ah, da, 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 da. it's like, no, like 95% of people's fucking problems are because they're motherfucking lazy, period. And, and got- the scam, these fucking psychologists and frauds and life coaches well, hey, you know, if you do that, da, da, da. all it is is a dance around the truth that you're a lazy, no good fuck and they'll give you every possible excuse and reason and an avenue in the world to avoid the to hard avoid work. work and yeah. you will pay. Right. You will fucking pay. And that's why I don't like life coaches. And But that's why, like, like. If I wrote a self-help book, it would be the shortest fucking book ever written. It, <laughs> it, it would. Yeah. And and I've got this other theory. You're talking before about girls and how you know the, your your significant other, your the GF, you know, saying, "Well, why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that?" And I've got this theory, and it's getting more and more solidified that this society, and I mean everybody in mm. this society, they don't really value intelligent people's opinions. They don't. They don't want to know what intelligent people actually think because it makes them feel bad usually. <laughs> right. So, but so why, they're not why are they even asking? Why are they even asking them? But, what, but I think the I... self-help books that sell are the ones that aren't like my shortest self-help book of all time, which would say, get off your fucking ass and do it and say no. <laughs> those two, those two pieces of advice, that'd be it. You want to do something just like, uh, like Bo Jackson said, just do it back when Nike was actually good. And, the most important word in the human language is no. That would be the that would be the book. That would be it. But but nobody. I mean, that's too harsh or something. You know, people. When somebody asks, like, if you're an intelligent person, you see somebody fucking up, mm-hmm. and you go, "That's stupid. You shouldn't do that." You, they get angry at you, even yes. though you've got all the credibility in the world. It's because you didn't say it a nice way. You didn't go well. I can understand why you think that would be a good way of doing it, and blah blah blah. That's a self help book. Oh, well, I understand why you don't want to get off your ass, but here's the reasons why you should get off your ass. And here's all the health benefits you'll receive. And here's some ways that you can keep yourself accountable so that you are getting off your ass and blah, 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 blah. It's, it's all in the approach. And, and I just, I don't, I don't have, I don't have the patience for it. Fuck it. Well, if people don't want to know my opinion, I'll just shut up <laughs> go ahead, make a mistake. Go ahead, go do that. You know, hammer the nail that way. That's, that's going to work out fine <laughs> here. 
I got a perfect example. I was going to bring it up later, but now's the perfect time. Um, this is professional-counseling.com. Your mind and relationship guide. Um, <clears throat> I saw it. Someone sent this to me. Signs your partner doesn't find you attractive anymore by Ellie Pryor. Uh, and she's this old woman, 24 years experience. And I, just, just try not to get angry, but let's analyze this critically. <clears throat> what to do if your spouse, husband, isn't attracted to you anymore, you being the wife? Uh, request sure. from help from Julie, whose husband no longer finds her attractive. I don't find you attractive anymore. Maybe thought of as a slightly more accusing than I'm no longer attracted to you which might suggest taking some responsibility. In practice, though, the result is the same, a sense of utter devastation for you as the partner or spouse at the receiving end of such a hurtful remark. And then on one end of the scale, there's a possibly genuine concern of a loving relationship. Yet on the other end, it might be superficial, potentially abusive remark in a perhaps volatile relationship. I suspect, therefore, however hard I've tried to be of help here, my attempt probably falls short. Know, though, that I understand how painful this is for you. Here's Julia's Listen letter. Listen to that lead-in. That's what I was just talking about, the lead-in right. before she says what she really thinks. Oh, okay, now what does she really think? Oh, well, this is, but just listen, to, uh, this is Julia's letter. Uh, my husband and I have been together for five years. We have a child together, and I have two from a previous relationship. Okay. That, <laughs> but that's not even going to be addressed. Yeah. Uh, I will be 35 this year. And he is 30. We were a perfect match. Yeah, we were a perfect match and we were head over heels in love. We got married. We lived together for a year prior and everything began to change. I got pregnant on our honeymoon, which we both planned to do everything, but just became different. He became distant as we got into a lot of arguments. The love he used to show me stopped. I began to overcompensate thinking it would help, but it different. Now, how are you overcompensating? He just, no, not even that. Yeah, well, that too. If you're giving he, really good head, I guarantee that. <laughs> did you hit the treadmill? Did you did it? He, he he just randomly got into arguments with. He just got agitated. DT. Right, right. He got hit by the agitation beam that came from outer space. Right. You know, right. Doctor Evil hit him with the with the agitation beam, and now he just changed. Like not a response to anything. Uh, I began to ask a lot of questions, which didn't help either. He became a different person. He used to look at me as though I was the most beautiful woman in the world and started looking at other women that way while I stood next to him. I finally blew up and was destroyed by what he told me. He told me that life and making love with me was boring. He told me he fantasized about what those women's physical relationship was like. He told me if I lost weight, I'd be more attractive. And then he wanted me to dress differently and get all dolled up, as he put it. What's the truth? What what do we need to go on anymore? No, well, my again, the shortest book ever written would would be my advice to women, which right. would be all you need to do is stay in shape, reasonable shape. You don't need to be freaking whatever. Sure. Stay Some in shape or whatever, and right. be kind. That's it. That's it. Right. But here's here's So she's what? not in shape and she's probably not being kind. The paragraph right here, which is two sentences long, is the answer. That's the answer. Yeah, it's right, right yeah. there. The husband gave it to her for free. Right. How much you want to bet now she's going to go and spend 10 years and $10,000 in a therapist's office to beat around the bush and avoid this two-sentence paragraph that is right. truth? So what? Here's here's a question for you. Is it yeah. easier to tell your significant other that you think other women look hot or to tell your significant other that they're fat. 
It's easier to tell women uh, they're, they're hot, but uh, that doesn't work, DT. <laughs> but what, that's what work. I've, I've had multiple girlfriends where I'm like, you're getting a little chunky, lose about five to ten pounds. I know, but that whole paragraph was talking about all, he was dropping hints this entire time, like, get in the fucking gym. <laughs> why am I doing Operation Evil, and why is it targeting they, women? I, yeah, it's what we've been talking about. People prefer women, lies. Yeah. They'll, DT, they'll level Mount Everest for you to tell them a lie. Right. They'll they'll destroy their lives as feminists have and they'll go against their biology for you to tell them a lie. They'll go to school for 48 years in bullshit subjects, wasting the remaining decades of their life in bullshit careers. If you tell them a lie, I'm getting motherfucking sick and tired of trying to treat them like these, you know, hey, intellectual, honest philosophers right. who want the truth and to close the wage gap. And then getting called names. Fuck it. Right. They want yeah. lie. I don't I don't know why. Are they intellectually weak? Are they emotionally uh, uh, spineless? I don't care anymore. It's a reality. Right. And, and so yes, men are the on. same way. Men in less numbers are the same way about different stuff. And about different it's, things. Yes. Yeah. But right. it is people prefer lies. That's a people hate truth tellers. I mean, that like me and even in my own family. You know, it's like you'd think people would go, oh, okay, DT, he's got his shit together. He's he's living in the Black Hills. He's made lots of good decisions. Maybe we should listen to what he says. No. no. <laughs> they hate me for it, you know? <laughs> so it's what? just like, fuck it then. You got, go ahead, bang that hammer that way and see if your your thumb doesn't get let, hit. You know, go ahead. And this. What <clears throat> What's the number one cause of poverty? Laziness. Yeah. Well, okay. Yes. Well, uh, yeah. Right. Having yeah. having kids you can't afford. Having yeah. kids you can't afford. That goes for blacks. It goes for Hispanics. It goes for white. It goes for everybody. Wrap it you the tell, fuck up, you, guys. You tell people stop. You fucked up. You're poor now. You fucked up. You made stupid decisions. You had kids you couldn't afford. That's the number one thing. You likely majored in stupid shit, and you're a lazy fucking. You didn't work. Do they want to hear that? Or it's the rich people that are key. It's the one percent. Right. I I should have become a Democrat. If there's any advice I could give to young people today, if you want an easy career, go be go be Bernie Sanders times 10. Andrew Yang offers $1,000 a month. You offer $2,000 a month. Ocasio-Cortez wants to enslave white men. You say we cut off their fucking balls, all right? <laughs> you you out Cortez and out Sanders, those motherfuckers, because it's oh, an easy get, game. Yeah, it's an you'll easy get game. tons of followers. You'll get, yeah, yeah. tons of people that, yeah. Okay. You know. Uh, ladies, you know, you're at the Democrat presidential debates, uh, primaries, the, you know, among the other Democrat candidates. Yang says a thousand. You say a thousand fifty. Someone says health care, health care and dental care. I mean, <laughs> it's not that hard. You just one up the other guy mm -hmm. and you say, I'm more caring. Don't you care about dental health? Don't you da, 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 da? And it's those rat bastard rich people. And the sheep that were just down at the DMV will line up to vote for you because they're lazy, no good fucks deep in the hearts of souls. Hey, and the same thing happens, not as much, but on the right. With I mean, that's the pull of yeah. white nationalism, white supremacy. The It's the Jews. The Jews. All, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. It's simple fucking answers. It's, it, yeah. you know, we'll tell you what you want to hear. You know, the reason why your life sucks is because of the Jews. Right. Oh, okay. But <laughs> and so here I could continue on with this, but I am only about based on a little scrolly marker on the side. You know how you can tell how far down an yeah, article yeah. you are. We got to the answer in the first 20th of this article. This scrolls down for another 
95 percent because it's just all it's just sanitary this is, napkin. this is yeah. all the the truth avoidance uh, i felt sick to my stomach about his confessions to me it feels like i'm no longer good enough and he wants me to become someone else i feel like i need to perform in the bedroom and i no longer feel good about myself lady you shouldn't you got fat uh-huh. I I know there's this whole world of men and they're not really sentient human beings. They don't have their own desires. But in theory, if you were to heed what they said and a relationship takes two people, they kind of require women be hot. That's why they're only fucking interested in you in the beginning. Well, there's like a there's like this balance between hotness and kindness, right? You can have a <laughs> you, super hot kind you get, hot you get. Yeah. You want to fuck. Right. If you want to keep him around, you got to be nice and supportive. But I mean, hard. but I mean, if you had if you had a slightly chubby chick that was really good cook and had a I nice do have face a slightly and, chubby chick and really that's a really good cook, yes, and, and and really kind and really nice, yes, you'd want to fuck her. I mean, that's yeah. the period. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but they get too what? fat. You well, I mean, I'm not talking morbidly obese. I'm no, talking, yeah, no. no little little pushing for the cushion is all right, but I'm not talking. You see, that means a lot to different people now. Pushing for the cushion, to me, that's like 10 pounds overweight. Uh, to the brothers, that might be 20, 25, more junk in the trunk. But to millennials and Gen Zers, that's like an extra 50 to 100 pounds on a five foot four girl. You know, Cur- and, oh, and, and by the way, big is beautiful. I've got curves. No, <laughs> you've got rolls. A sphere is a curve. Yes. A sphere is just one big continual curve. But you know what I mean? I mean, there's a, you, women I don't know. have to be perfect because none of us are perfect, right? But I know, but you have to be physically attractive. But, but we know this. Nice. We've, we've dress been nice. missed to yeah. death. We don't have to go over this for my listening no, audience. I know. Because every guy knows and every intellectually honest woman here knows. But I, I just want to point out this phenomenon. <clears throat> just hear this out. Just uh, do you want to fight against this psychopathy or do you want to have it work for you and make money off of it? Uh, he has tried to take back what he said, but the damage has been done. And I'm positive he still feels that way. I just don't know what to do. Holy fucking shit. That he's still. See, women. No, no, think no, no, that- stop. Stop. She doesn't know what to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> DT, it's like you got a knife in your arm. Man, my arm hurts. There's a knife in your arm, DT. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Pull it out. But here's women not understanding men, too. He's like, I, he probably still feels this way. No, we're not like you where we just unburden ourselves and all of a sudden we don't feel that way anymore. Women sometimes can just talk their feelings away. If men are talking about something, it's it's because we actually think it. It's empirical. And it's not going to go away because we told you. <laughs> but now look at the sign of <clears throat> the song and dance that goes around here. Eight signs your spouse isn't attracted to you oh, anymore. God, she's going to come most- up with eight. <laughs> Well, yeah, eight. I, there's one, right? What's there's the one. one sign? There's one. What's the, the most one com- sign? Here's the most common sign your husband is no longer attracted to you. Oh, he changes God. behavior towards you, makes no effort to please you in any way, treats you with contempt, stonewalls you, deliberately ignoring you completely, stays out longer more often at work with friends, etc. no longer compliments or thanks you for anything, criticizes the way you look, your hair, your clothes, or your body. <gasps> criticizes? Maybe put constructively criticizes, turns uh-huh. away from you when you turn towards uh, him or her. Uh, hey, you know what it, else that could be eight signs of? I don't know. Bad breath. That you're a bitch. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just change the title of that. That yeah, maybe you. Maybe there's something wrong with you if you're if you're. <laughs> God. 
I, uh, I don't, I mean, I don't think that's, uh, um, do any of these relationship problems seem familiar? Has your spouse avoided commenting on that outfit you just brought, said something derogatory, brushed you off completely? It isn't a surprise. And if you feel lonely in your marriage or relationship and that you feel unloved, rejected and insecure, it's time to take action. Now, what do you <laughs> think the action's going to be, DT? To what read, do you a, fucking- read a book, uh, uh, take a bath, um, have, have some Meditate. candles, candles. Yoga. Yeah. Candles. Right. Uh, talk candle. to a therapist at $150 an hour. Right. Yep. Uh, first of all, particularly if your spouse turns away from you when you turn towards them, oh, this is a difficult one for me to address. So before I go on, know that I absolutely have your best interests at heart. Lady, if you did, you would have just told her, lose the fucking weight. Ask right. your spouse or get a really good friend to check your breath. Breath. <laughs> breath. <laughs> well, that's pretty. That's that's not so bad. You DT, just said that if, before. Bad breath. If Mrs. So, DT yeah. had bad breath, would you would you break up the relationship over it? No, I'd say hey, go brush your teeth. Go brush your teeth. <laughs> you know, there's the, a point the, at which you're honest. And I fart in bed at times. I know it ain't the smelliest, the greatest of smells. Right. There you have it, an awkward problem, but a relatively easy one to deal with. If you have an infection in your mouth or a digestive problem, we're going into digestive problems. Uh, well, she's fat, remember, so she uh, might be eating things that she shouldn't have. Here, there's a test. There's a test we can take, an, a compatibility test, DT. My test would be, what's your height? Step on the scale, take that number, <laughs> divide it by the number of inches. And I used to know what the number one but uh, number was. But if it's like 1.6 pounds per inch or higher, you need to lose the fucking weight. Uh, you general Pedro Fatho, bada bada ba, booty booty boo. This is a 20, that is a 30 point question test. Here's her advice to Julie I'm sorry to know that you've been hurt by your husband's remarks, Julie. Let me ask you this, DT. Do you think the husband's kind of feels betrayed because his wife got fat? Like he, sure. he did till death do him part. Now he's got this fat chick. Sex and physical beauty is the number one thing to men. You know what sometimes happens, sometimes happens in relationships is that if you're really close with your, with your partner, your partner will sometimes say, man, I'm never going to get as fat as that, man. I am not, I, if I ever get like that, you know, you let me know when they're nice and skinny and hot, they'll say that. And then lo and behold, they'll balloon up and you'll say, Hey, remember remember when you said, don't you dare say that. (laughs) Those are good times. Yeah, <laughs> that presupposes what DT when you make a commitment to your significant other, when whether you're a male or a female, what does that presuppose? I'm going to stay physically attracted. Uh, Discipline. For, attractive. Work. What else? Discipline. Work. Integrity. Loyalty. You're you're uh, you're closer to loyalty. Why does any guy like hitting the fucking gym? I know there's some weirdos like Ed Lattimore and, and, and TJ Martinell and other people that drink funny Kool-Aid. All right. But does any guy really like going and lifting weights? No. Do most guys like running? No. No. Why do you do it then? Cause we want to be, I don't I know why I do it. I want to stay in shape. And, for who? Uh, for me, mostly. Okay. <laughs> You selfish bastard. I was going to go, <laughs> God, for once, I'm more loving and caring. Why do I work out? If I didn't have to lift weights, like if the GF wasn't around, all I would do is hike. I wouldn't hit the fucking gym ever. Why? Because, yeah. well, I guess you want to make the GF happy. That's what, you're, that's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. You stay in shape. 
because you love the other fucking person. And don't none of you motherfuckers out there say physical beauty is not important, both to men and women. And when men or women get fat, guess what that is a test? That's what that statement is. Well, they don't care about the other. They person. love food yeah. and sloth and laziness more than they love their spouse. Or and something. it is grounds yeah. for fucking divorce and breaking up. You owe it to your fucking significant other to stay physically attractive. Period. Because it's the number. It's not the only thing that's vital. It's not the only thing. It is the most important thing and the most vital thing, especially for men. On top of it, to have a relationship, you need to be nice and supporting and not a royal pain in the ass, male or female. But knock it off with this motherfucking bullshit. That big is beautiful. It's sensitive, yeah. caring, 90s bullshit. If you love somebody, you put them ahead of yourself and you sacrifice for them because that's selflessness. That's altruism. That's fucking love. And no one gets it. Yeah. And, and, and what you're if you look at obesity across the country, 80% of the people don't love their spouses more than they love food. And anyone right. could go fuck themselves. Right. Well, and that's the least, like what I'm getting at is that's, for me, that's almost like the least reason because there's so many other better reasons to work out. Right. You know what I mean? For but yourself. since everybody since everybody's obsessed with sex and all that kind of shit, so it's like the least reason the least you can do is stay in shape for your spouse. That's the least you can do. Right. You'll also sleep better, you'll live longer, you'll be able to do more stuff, you'll be stronger, you won't, you know, you could get injured and you get uh uh you recover a lot faster. Right. Your 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 spine is aligned correctly. There's all these other great benefits that are much more important than there are oh she wants to fuck me but but that's like the least the least you could do is want to be fucked and people don't have the energy or work ethic to do the least reason right right i'm I, there's there's other compelling reasons to stay in shape for your own sake i'm talking in relation to other people yeah. presumably the person you love the most in life right the least you can do is stay the fuck in shape right and no one, and I, I'm, I'm so adamant about this because I went through the data on obesity. Oh, and it's pathetic. You have, and you got to think through it. And you, you have to like, if A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C, that communicative property. It is shocking how so few people love their spouses or their significant others most in life. And right. even including their children. Like, I don't, don't, don't fucking tell me. What's the act of sending your kid to daycare? Oh, well, yeah, it's you care about yourself more than your kid. You care about yourself more than your kid. You care, Or about you your care career. about your job more than your kid, whatever. That's caring about yourself more than your kid. Well, maybe. No, no, Some no. Some people are just workaholics and they... Yeah, so? They, the kid effect... That effectively... I don't care what's in the heart of people. What yeah, the right. They care is, more than the kid. Yeah. Right. We got divorced. Well, because it was better for the family. No, you no, motherfuckers <laughs> better put on a fucking act and show that makes Dustin Hoffman look like a bad actor about how much you love it, each other and are June Ward and keep our nuclear family together. Yeah, you get, exactly. oh, no, parents get divorced because they love themselves more than their kids. Now, I understand if there's someone abusing the kids, as I understand for safety reasons, but that's not the majority of divorces. No, not at all. It is not since no fault divorce. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting how yep. few people put their spouse or their children first in life. It's disgusting. And guess what that teaches your kid? Divorce. Jeez. I wonder. I wonder if generations <laughs> of the future will get divorced. They'll be broken families. I wonder. Zero loyalty. 
I mean, the best example of loyalty is a marriage. And if you can't handle that, what are you telling your kids? Your kid's not going to be loyal to anything. No, this is, uh, I'm going to say this. We'll get to the super shekels here. Um, this book has been the darkest thing I've written. Well, yeah, that's why I am. That's why I couldn't get through it. I I am. I am like depressed after. I mean, it's already taxing to write a damn book, but I'm (laughs) depressed after writing it. And, in and I, I still think the millennials are one of the most spoiled generations ever, if not the most spoiled generation ever. But it is so bad. I I'm going to put a not a caveat, but a, and I want to call it an apology because they they made their own bed and they're arrogant and cocky on top of it. But kind of this, dude. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you guys had no fucking chance. Like I I kind of like I weep for you guys or i really feel for the millennials and maybe we should kind of back off of them a little bit not bail them out but they've already been hurt enough kind of thing sure um but i i uh I you should I have like it. sprinkled throughout your book like uh cappy silver linings and just as you're getting divorced or not divorced as you're getting depressed reading the book it's like oh here's a little sidebar no, of something funny <laughs> there's there's no it's it's yeah i'll be happy when this one is done uh ricky at uh, ricky gervais marvin thoughts on ricky gervais at the golden globes i think it was awesome i saw the, yeah. the video but i didn't watch i didn't the watch golden the globes. globe the golden globes but everybody's seen the video and i actually... you want to bet the video has way more oh, views God. than the golden globes has oh no no doubt i mean I, uh, upcoming intro will be will be using it so on the debrief. Oh, good. Hey, I'm excited. I get to download all your podcasts on my road trip back to Vegas. Yeah. So I'm going to binge <laughs> on a ton of fucking podcasts and just uh, listen to you and uh, binge on DT. DT. And another one of my all time favorite uh, podcasts to listen to is uh, O'Shea Jackson. Uh, okay. Like, I really enjoy listening to him. Uh, Kevin McComber for two bucks. Been watching any of the Democratic debates? No, not really. Have nope. you? I nope, don't want Not at all. Now. I. What what is it like? Oh, we we need really. Is it just an arms race as to how much of other people's money they're going to give away? Well, the cool thing is that they're um, turning on each other a lot, and so that happens great. every primary, right? But that's the only fun stuff to watch is when they're ripping on each other. Is um the only one that might be of, of slight moral integrity? Uh, Tulsi Gabbard is she still in the thing? I think she's still in it, but she's not going to get nominated. She's too good looking. She's too accomplished. I hate to say about she might. She, she might run third party. Um, good. Be nice to have a Perot effect happen every once right, in a while. Right. And I think she she actually could steal some, um, especially if the war drums keep beating. Um, yeah. If she ran third party, she'd actually take some away from the right too. So I think Maybe, that's yeah. that would be. I, I would I would think that that would be how she'd go third party is if it really seems like we're ramping up to war. I think mm-hmm. that's that, that would be the signal for her to, to split off and do her own thing. Yeah. Who knows? She could pull a Jesse Ventura. She's pretty much wrong and everything else, but <laughs> I, I don't, like I said, I don't pay attention. I just know she's cute and got big cans. I really, that's she, she you know what, that's all you need to know. She surfs. You can look up pictures of her surfing. Good for her. Well, I mean, her ass is sticking out then. If if you think I, she's really good looking, so. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to go and jerk off to Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> if I'm going to jerk off to porn, it's going to be a hell of a lot better shit than that. I just not going to. I can't care. Hey, did you watch the parasite debate? No. What are they advocating? Parasitism? Yeah. How'd you guess? Ah, uh, they're parasites. 
Holy shit. <laughs> As it stands right now, I don't want to be too confident and I don't want to think too highly of the herd, but it yeah. sure seems like Trump's got a second term lined I don't, up. I don't have But, you know, I, I hope is a mistake. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm my next plan. If this book sells real well um, and blah, 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 my next plan is to get property out of the United States. So there's a nice plan B. Now I'm just going to go away. If fucking commies take over. Uh, Miguel Angel Casillas. Uh, I'm a get a master's in journalism because dream job. So I blog at newspaper for free and make no money to vote a socialist and student debt forgiveness at STEM majors expense. That's good old Miguel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the STEM majors who are working, unlike old DT here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hang on. You know, before I forget, I got to delete a tweet. Um, You're on Twitter or no? Yeah. I got... um. I did this tweet, and um, it's kind of going quasi-viral. You have to delete it. I have to delete it because I, I don't. Th- it's a picture of Walter Matthau from uh, The Odd Couple. Okay, and it's just him smoking the cigar, cigar, and da da da. And uh, it says, and I, I did a meme. It says she majored in education. I majored in engineering. She wanted to pay off her student loans. I said no. And he has a very flippant attitude. Right. The problem is it's, it's not a picture of Walter Matthau. It's a drawing. And the drawing was done by an artist. And because I have my book, Worthless, linked to it, it's a violation of copyright. Uh, yeah. So <clears throat> what I'm going to do is I'm going to delete it. Unfortunately, it's been getting some traction. And I'm just going to retweet the image. Of actual Walter Matthau. <laughs> no, not of actual Walter Matthau, of the image. And then hang on. Let's plug him now. He unfortunately passed away. Oh, I don't have it. Um, this guy did a bunch of the James Bond movie posters in the 60s and 70s. Did a lot of drawings and posters. That realism drawing. Um, huh. Hang on. Oh, talk. is this the guy? Yeah, Maybe this is the guy that's really famous for doing all those paintings. Yeah. Women with women, women with degrees. Degrees. College, student loan, student loans. There, that'll, all right. So hopefully that. So anyone who tweeted that out or followed me on Twitter. Um, it's gone. Yeah, well, you no, be no, I retweeted it. I retweeted right. it without uh, without the the link. So now I'm not violating. Oh, okay, like gotcha. Yeah. Um. Nonstop Dre. Wait, did I click on Dre? Oh, yeah. Uh, nonstop Dre. Aaron is brave, stunning, empowering storyteller. Yes. Yes, I am the storyteller. <laughs> there once was a guy named Cappy. He was a preacher's kid, and it fucked him up, and he got really angry, and he showed the world. And and then he wrote a book that got everyone sand in their vaginas, and they came after him, and he moved to Portugal. I don't know why Portugal. I just someone recommended <laughs> it. I've never been there. I, Good one, Marvin. Uh, Marvin, thanks for all the great content. Oh, good, Marvin. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, I, I just uh, these euphemisms, man. I just euphemisms, cliches. I mean, these it's almost becoming a cliche. I'm content. an influencer. I'm an influencer. What's sad is, um, you, to be an influencer, all you need is to be a pretty girl, right? A pretty girl with the slightest bit of competency like in C business. C cup, C cup is that influencers? All you got to do. C-cup. This is why I advocate people hire out Mary Joe. She's professional, not because she's pretty, not because she's got a great set of cans. She will get back to you, right? She's right. a professional. 
Uh, she's not a professional model, though I guess in the technical sense she is because she's been paid to model. But, I mean, she is a professional person and that she has not let her beauty get to her brain. Where you're like, it's like, oh, you understand timelines. You, you, you understand <laughs> communication and you understand the profit motive and not just, ah, the guy take care of me. Buy a drink for me. Buy me a drink. Uh, nonstop Dre for $2. Imagine Oprah interviewing Aaron on her show. She got a show anymore? She does, but she sure seems uh, tied into that Harvey Weinstein thing. I think she is a pure procurer of young women for Oprah. For Harvey. Oh, yeah. There's pictures of her with Harvey and introducing women and, okay. and stuff. Oh. So she might be the ultimate Operation Evil. <laughs> she is yeah. how do you think i'm modeling I, dude like, hang on let's look up her net worth right now oh it's crazy yeah oprah's net worth i want this is all i want this is she was brilliant she's a wonderful businesswoman. Uh, she's, she's caused worth, more misery for women single-handedly than any other person in all of human history probably no 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 the drug dealer does not make the drug addict addicted. True, yeah. The drug dealer does not ruin the drug. The drug addict is responsible for shooting up the heroin. The but alcoholic the, is responsible for drinking the alcohol. All right, Oprah but, did was say, do you want some pot? Do you want some heroin? And women just lapped it up. But when there's a dispensary right in your living room and you don't even have to get up, you're going to take marketing. the drug, right? No. no. <laughs> hey, DT, are you saying women are not strong, independent-minded women who can make their own decisions? Are you saying they're just... <laughs> They'll just lap up whatever lies are put in front of them, no matter how damaging it might be. Absolutely. <laughs> One word answer, baby. Shortest book of all time. She's worth two point six billion. Right. Okay. I want. I, you know what? I'll settle for one 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 thousandth of that. I'll take two point six million. Right. Just, you'll never see me again. Hey, you know what, ladies, leftists, communists, whatever, you want to pay me to go away. You want to make sure there's no shot I'm ever going to undo you or get uh, the black male vote or the Latino male vote to go Republican? It It is a pretty good proposition. All you have to do is have your buddy George Soros give me $2.6 million after tax, and I won't. I will go away. <laughs> go I'll away. pose no more threat to you. What did you say? That was 1% of the? Yeah, you know, 1%, 1 of one, 2.6 So it's a, a, sixth, a sixth of what you earn on Amazon, right? So it's you're really asking little. If you earn 6% on Amazon on a purchase, right? You said 6 to 7%. Yeah. All you're asking for is 1%. I mean, it's I'm asking less. For one... Yeah, you're a sixth of Amazon. I want, no, I want one, one tenth of 1% of Oprah money. Oh, I okay. did the math right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think I did the right. Yeah. One tenth of 1% of Oprah money. Okay. That's dirt cheap. Right. For me to go away. Right. Because, yeah. I, that, then, <laughs> then that risk. That that unknown variable has gone away. Just just buy me out, and I'll go be in Portugal. It's the gambler, like you said, yeah. or it's the gambler. Uh, Ryan Boyle, two British pounds. Aaron, have you got any more Wells Fargo stories? Oh, um, I, I'm sure I do. Uh, they're they're kind of boring. They're just they're just dumb. You know, it's Wells Fargo. It's just a big corporation. Uh, I remember as a client one time, I was banking with Wells Fargo. This was, I had paid down my mortgage. Like I was on track to pay it down in 10 years. So I had more than half of this mortgage paid off in five. 
and they wouldn't refinance because interest rates lowered, you know, during the great recession, that would have really helped me out a lot. And they wouldn't refinance me. I'm like, I've never missed a payment. I've paid down additional principal. Like we can't refinance you because it's rental property. And so I took all my money and I went away and they're like, Oh, where are you you going? (laughs) I'm like, fuck you. And the the problem is Wells Fargo, any big corporation is such a big hydro with so many heads. You know, it was, it was some dipshit teller reading the script saying, Oh no, we can't refinance him. Um, you know, this, that we can't, we can't refinance this guy, uh, because he doesn't meet these qualifications. So robot, eh, you know, which makes you wonder, well, then why do you hire people? Right, Just have exactly. a robot make the decision. It's going to be a lot cheaper. That is happening, isn't it? Underwriters. <laughs> to a certain extent, AI, yeah, underwriting, AI, you know, automated. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's been there forever. Yeah. I programmed a, a formula or not formula, a model uh, to do automated underwrites. Why I could do tons of loans right. that it took regular dipshits, you know, an entire day to do. Uh, nonstop train, you must be, you must out crazy clown world to win. Oh, yeah. 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 If the day comes, I'll claim I'm a black female. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll claim that absolutely. I think Juan he's talking Cabrera. about the debates. Too. I think he was talking about the debates oh, too. That you need see. to be the 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 biggest clown. It the what clown. You, oh, look at Juan, 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 Juan. What do you think about Harley's? I'm thinking of getting a road glider, a Dynafix. What do you Honda? Yeah, Japanese man. Just go Japanese. Just get a Honda. Get a. I, I like um, uh, uh, Yamahas. Uh, Suzuki is fine too. But I would go with a Honda. Just get a Honda, a used I don't, Honda. I don't know anything about motorcycles, but I've had people tell me Hondas are great. So I they, don't, they just don't that. break down like Harleys. You're always having to fix them up. I'll tell yeah. you a story that's better than the Wells Fargo story. So after I visit you, I'm going to go down to Denver. I'm going to visit Denver Bend. So I went to Rapid City one time, <clears throat> and it was off season, so we got a great dirt cheap hotel at the Silverado um, in Deadwood. And he, he was on this motorcycle kick, so he got a Harley. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm going to come up. I'm going to go ride around and stir this. It would be really great. And I said, you got a Harley? He's like, yeah. I'm like, God damn it. You better not break down. Sure as fuck. <laughs> yeah. He breaks down by Reptile Gardens. Uh-huh. And I got a picture of him broken him. down. <laughs> and now every time I go past that, I take a picture of my Honda in the exact spot where his Harley <laughs> broke down. Hey, look, my Honda's still going. Remember that time you broke down? Yeah. Yeah, don't do Harleys, man. It's they're they're expensive. They're maintenance nightmares. Um, it's just like a status symbol thing, isn't it? I mean, that's the only. I mean, it's an American company, I guess, and so it's you know America. But America. Uh, but would you? You can go, yeah, America, on the side of the highway, broken down, or you can get to where you're going in a, here, here, in a in Japanese Honda. You know what's great about breaking down in a car? You can stay warm inside of it. It's shelter. You got shelter. You know what sucks about breaking down on a motorcycle? You got to go hide in a culvert. You're fucked. You're real fucked. And if you're in South Dakota in one of these western towns, the next bridge could be three miles away, right. and you are out in the fucking elements. Yep. Yeah. I mean, get a Honda. Don't fuck around. Uh, Kevin McComber, Medicare for All, End the Wars, Bernie 20. Is he even going to live to 2020? All right. Well, I guess we are 2020. Yeah, didn't I mean, Bernie he have heart, a heart attack? He had a heart heart problems. Yeah, but they're they're starting to say he might win the nomination. They're not going to let him win the nomination. There's no way. Well, Obama's gonna... against him. Hillary's against him. Well, Nobody likes for? Bernie. Huh? Well, who are they for? Probably Biden. I guess I think. Oh, Hillary... that's right. Never mind. Okay, I was like, who's the establishment? Can't you're right. Biden will. Pre- yeah, they'll probably throw Bernie under the bus. 
And I love how the Democrat party, the Democrat party, you know, yeah, the, the literal word <laughs> Democrat means everyone gets a vote. But the Democrat party between the Republicans and the Democrats is the only ones that have super delegates. Yeah. And you could win out a little bit more than yours. <laughs> you how could democratic. win just solely based on your super delegate count. I think it's pretty close to you can win. <laughs> Uh, young Sykes uh, for five bucks. Hey, Cappy, I'll remember to give you that kickback when I order some adjustable dumb weights and do more work. Oh, good. Yeah, order that through, through the Amazon. Yeah. For that. I understand uh, why people don't do it, but what, what, I. Work no, of I, I've, I've taking the extra effort to order on Amazon via computer. I understand. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. why I've. I mean, yeah, I like to just get things done quick. And so, yeah, this is not getting, it takes a little bit longer, but once you, once you get it in your head, just to do that last step on a computer, Cappy, you can be rich. You will become rich beyond your wildest I, I estimated that if I had all my listeners, like my regular listeners, I know I got 58,000 subscribers, but I really only have like this core audience of about 2,000, only 2,000. It's amazing. I, I still right. can't believe it. Um, but if I got all 2,000 people to regularly go by, I'd make around $200,000 a year sure. on Amazon. It. Yeah, it, it, it's um, – <clears throat> but at the same time, understand, too, you got other people you'd like to spread that wealth around. Yeah. You know, go help out. Well, you know, fuck them. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're going to get if – if we've come up with the, the method and the secret for making sure that your listeners actually use Amazon – then screw the other guys. We're the ones that are telling them how to do it. DT, it still requires they take three extra clicks. It's I, I, know, I know, but that's a blood shekel rant part of this is that I if I can do it, you can do it. I like to sit there on my couch just like the next guy and click on the phone or device. It's right. not that big of a deal. Once, once you figure out, you can fill your cart and then go do it. You know what I'm just happy and thankful for? Is that I even get a couple hundred bucks a month sure. on Amazon? I mean, I think I still think that's amazing. Like all these people are, like, come on, man, you gotta contribute more. I'm only making five hundred dollars on my Patreon. I'm like, dude, I got like a hundred sixty dollars. Hang on, what is my Patreon? Like, I just, I just think it's amazing. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Aaron Cleary. I think I'm up to one hundred sixty bucks now. Ooh, one hundred sixty-two dollars a month. Think about that, DT. One hundred sixty-two bucks a month. That's like my gas expense. You know, that I think that's so fucking cool. Uh-huh. And then there's people like, come on, guys, I got to make at least a thousand. Otherwise, I can't do it. It's like, DT, have you and me ever relied on our Internet income to make ends meet? Oh, I rely on Mrs. DT. So. Well, OK. All right. <laughs> you, you better fucking stay in shape then. You better be ripped at Donis when she gets back. Hey, I didn't tell you. I've, I've kind of given up beer. Really? You don't like yeah. it no more or what? No, it's just uh wanted to save a little bit of money and I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna give it a shot and see. I've I've already lost weight. I haven't changed anything that I'm doing except just not drinking beer. And oh. I've already lost some weight. So that's good. And th- like I said, my self help book is if you wanna do something, you fucking do it. You just just do it, like Bo Jackson says. Not like Colin Kaepernick says. Not like uh, who's the new guy now? LeBron James is their new just do it guy. Fuck oh, those guys. Go back to Bo Jackson, man. <laughs> well, that would that would indicate you'd have to work or something. DT. Right. Right. Uh, Elijah Woods. I'm really into guns and skeet shooting. Do you think I'm going to have to find a new hobby in the future and how soon? No, you just have to move to like you know a Republican. Well, is state. he from Virginia? Is that why he's asking that? Uh, I don't know. Um, it's, 
it's I for anyone alive, you'll still be able to have guns. They're gonna just try and <clears throat> really knock it down. Like, oh, it only gets six bullets and this and that, and um, I'm never giving up my guns. No, that's the that's you're, the hill to die on. That's you, the hill to die on. You know what? Yeah, that is the hill to die on. Yeah. And you know what? I prefer a lot of cops and sheriff deputies go home to their families. I really and I and this is why it's very important you live in the correct county because right. the sheriff has a constitutional obligation to protect the constitution. If you had a good sheriff, a non-corrupt sheriff, they they're going to be like, no, they're going to be on your side. So just make sure that doesn't happen. You know, make sure you vote for the right sheriff. Yeah. Uh, but if, for, if there's anyone says, oh, Mr. Clary, you have this. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a good day to die, I guess. And um, <laughs> right. I really hope you go home to your husband's or wife's or kids. But please just, you know, for the love of God, I'm, I'm, you know, because then I after think, that, it'll be cattle cars. And, and I'm right. I'm not because uh, someday I'll go into the history. Uh, there there was a Jew who escaped Nazi Germany. And that's why Cappy is here today, at least in a quarter. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm not going to, you no, know, I'm not getting on the cattle car. No, I'm not. I'm just, you first. There, you, I'll get on the cattle car, but it'll be a corpse. And uh, right. you can, you know. Yeah, the Virginia, I think, uh, last count, I think it's 85 of 95 counties have told the state, fuck you, you're not confiscating guns. Yeah, I'd love and to a see few of them have, a few of them have uh, uh, formed militias, Good. which is constitutional. That's what needs to be done. That's, That's constitutional, to be. too. I try to form a militia, not an evil, crazy gun, but like more of a survivalist. Hey, we're going to need a team of people. We're going to have to, in case the electricity goes down. And, oh, no. Uh, but these are legitimate, like county formed militias, basically yeah. saying, "Yep, this is a legitimate militia. All able-bodied men, you know, can yeah. be a part of it, and uh, or I'll women or whoever." The three percenters when I get out to South Dakota. Noah Costa. Oh, that's what Noah looks like. I never knew what he looked like. He's got his real picture here. Uh, have you heard the great one read E. Jean's article lately? It is fucking hilarious. Enjoy the show. Do you tune into the great one? No, I don't. I don't tune into anybody. What I find hilarious is the rancid tirades the great one goes against minorities. And he uh, has so many minority listeners that like Costa <laughs> because Costa obviously he's, he's not uh he's not Scandinavian, let's just say. Um but he's he is good. He's got a great rant. And what he does is uh E. Jean, I didn't know it was the same gal, but remember that old hag that said Trump raped her or whatever, and it was just a blatant ploy like six I, months ago yeah i don't I, I don't know specifically but okay whatever it, it's just this old washed up gal uh and she reads <sighs> glamour or it's online and it's like dear abby but it's saucy okay. it's like oh i found my boyfriend but then i had sex and, and you know what it's all bullshit i call bullshit right. on every one of her maybe she actually gets some sauce or people <laughs> write in saucy shit you know dear penthouse forum type of shit right and um the gray one, I don't think he gets or understands that it's bullshit. I don't think he understands. So he goes through it. And instead of giving the female advice that E. Gene gives, he gives the masculine advice, <laughs> okay. which is very funny. <laughs> and the problem is he can't even get to the problem because it's usually, I'm a single mother of 12. What and the fuck that's, is that? There you go. Kevin McCober still waiting for Trump's health care plan. Was he supposed to come out with a health care plan? Well, I mean, that I'm waiting yeah. for the damn wall. <laughs> right. He just did a tweet where I guess uh, the Supreme Court said that he can use the money on the wall. So I, there's going to be 
lots more construction on that he, or whatever. But but I I get I mean this nothing what he's saying here is ha ha nothing's happening. But the fucking government has been doing continuing resolutions since what 2010. It's I, I, nothing's going to change. The great one set up at sinlibsoch.com. Cynical Libertarian Society. Go to sinlibsoch.com, the abbreviations. The great one, the day Trump got elected. And he's right. He's like, you, you dolts, you idiots who think Trump is the trumpet fear and he's going to save America. <clears throat> he's not going to do shit because no. he's a politician. And he was right. And I, I, I agreed with him. Like, I, guys, once you give up all hope, okay, only if like a true independent non-politician gets in there and basically uses the United States military to not drain the swamp, but kill all the career politicians and really <laughs> and say, yeah, we're declaring martial law and uh, I'm just going to be king for a while or queen. And we're going to, there's going to be a little cleansing period now. And uh, we're going to investigate everyone. And uh, we're declaring war uh, on tyrants and corruption uh, and we're gonna we're we're gonna clip we're gonna prune the tree a little bit until that happens. They're not gonna no, do nothing's anything. Gonna no. Nothing's gonna happen. Everything. I mean, I mean, I would say that Trump is an outsider, and I would say that he's done a lot, but it's it's so bad that whatever he's done can be undone in a year. You and can't so, even protect the fucking borders right. of a sovereign nation. Right. There's nut. Enjoy the decline. You don't have a country. You no. don't. You don't. And that's why you need to get to where there's people like us. That's Yeah, it'll be on the it'll be on the local government level. But again, I'm not joking when I say I'm, I'm joking Portugal, but there's going to be some place I got to get extra land. I recommend you guys do it too. Uh nonstop Dre $2. <clears throat> you should write like that secret for women. Oh, nonstop Dre Operation Evil. <laughs> The drug I'm going to write for women is not only going to give them a high of heroin and a warm fuzzies of a Hallmark movie channel. It's going to give them the VTs like George Clooney all one times a thousand. It's it's just and I, I wish I could say more, but I'm not going to tip my head anymore. But this is going to be the secret for well, who what the women didn't read the secret. It wasn't just guys reading that dope. I think. Yeah, I don't. What is the secret? You never heard about the secret? I've I've heard of there's I thought it was a book, but I thought it was for it's, women. No, it's yeah. a book. No, it's for anybody. Okay. Um, the secret is if you if you think good things will happen, it'll happen. There's this universal force in positive thinking, which once again is work avoidance. Yes. Just think good things will power, happen. That's yeah, the power of positive thinking. Bullshit. That would be another chapter in my self help book. Would be mm. the power of positive positive thinking. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> next hey, chapter. <laughs> looky here we got a uh, chris beckloff over at the Beckloff. well not the beckloff.com you can find him on youtube um one of my favorite podcasts the clary podcast is sponsored by blacked use promo code aaron for 14.88 percent off your subscription <laughs> oh good old chris um i'll probably binge on his podcast too i gotta convert Cause he's not a real is he podcaster. really a 1488 guy? No, though? he's I not. Mean, he's okay. this is a joke. He doesn't want people. I'm not sponsoring black.com. You know what black.com is? <laughs> no, I have no idea. <laughs> it's uh it's where uh uh white gals uh it's it's interracial porn, but it's like, oh, you got black, then it's a black guy oh. banging white checks. Like, I've never okay. slept with a black guy before. Oh my goodness. And 
and people pay like, oh, you got blacked. So that's why. That's the inside <laughs> joke. Uh, Fernando uh, Covet for $1.99 did a set of 60 push-ups and no booze in years. Awesome, Fernando. That's great. People are always amazed how many push-ups I can do. You know why? Push-ups and pull-ups. You know why I'm really good at push-ups and pull-ups? you're a little, a I don't, little man. Yeah, there's not a lot to push or pull. You're, you're a little leprechaun. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean, when the I was, I was, a, I was a bean pole in high school and early college. And yeah, I could do tons of pull-ups and stuff. So yeah, here's another example. Nonstop Trey. He's black. I'm black and I approve of the great ones podcast. Right. <laughs> See, I like it. We can get to the point, at least in this sphere where you can cut an occasional racial joke, which right. we're not going to do now. I'm just saying behind closed doors, you can listen to somebody who occasionally cracks a white joke. Because it's fucking funny. Right. And yeah. I'm not offended because I don't really think uh, what uh, uh, O'Shea Jackson hates white people. I think he, he makes an obvious statement about them lining up at the fucking DMV like sheep. It's Grand Torino, the, the barbershop scene in Grand Torino. You've seen that movie, right? Yeah, but it's been a what? what well, was he it? comes at, he's trying yeah. to teach the little Hmong kid how to banter. Yeah, and then he goes into the barber shop with his buddy, and it's just all racial jokes. Okay, all the old timers are exchanging <laughs> yeah. race. Okay, yeah. doesn't he stand and, up and say, "Listen, and then, you old fuck," or something yeah, like and then, that? Or... And then the monk kid tries to do it, and the guy takes out a shotgun. What the fuck? He was... And so he was giving him shit by taking out the shotgun. I think. <laughs> oh God, they don't have that anymore. Uh, boo. Danny Fiad, a seven for two British pounds. Advice for soon to graduate mechanical engineer. I don't know, DT, this is this is more your feel. I think he's kind of, you just apply and go succeed kind of. You got limit uh, limitless opportunities, I would say. Everything requires mechanical engineering, I think. So yeah. just just find a cool company that's making cool shit and, and go kick ass, I would say. Yeah, I guess, I guess now it'd be, you know, kind of the he did the the instructional part now it's the part where if anything he's got to learn to navigate corporate politics like don't take your first job offer unless it's really good do a ton of research on the jobs you apply for in the companies like glassdoor reviews like the worst thing that could happen to you is like you get some startup that oh yeah we're get on the ground floor da, da, da. and you go in and it's a bunch of psychopaths and mbas yeah, who don't want right. to work and you know, like uh, what was the gal Theranos? No idea. Um, uh, Elizabeth Holmes. She started a fraudulent company. Um, do your research. Apply to a lot of jobs. Don't necessarily take your first job. Uh, make sure it works for you. I mean, way back in the day when I was graduating from civil engineering, I was good at this part of civil engineering called finite element analysis which is basically like mechanical engineering and oh. they would they would use build these models to test like little tiny pieces of metal that keep panes of glass separated so this okay. is like really small stuff they would model the human heart with this kind of math wow and so there are you can think a lot bigger than than just oh i'm gonna design this piece of you know steel or whatever mm -hmm. as a mechanical engineer if you it, engineering can open up a lot of different things so um just look for opportunities that way okay oh i forgot and didn't talk marvin uh the secret is great i know my truth 
Yeah, See, I haven't read that. I can't get the joke. <laughs> That's the book with the stupid uh, cursive secret, right? And like, uh, yes, yes, like that a, one is a little yeah, wax the, the wax print. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm no, sure most of the reason why it's sold is because the cover looks so cool. No, the reason it's sold is because you got a bunch of fucking dipshits that want to believe that. I told my husband that, and he said I was fat. I don't know what to do. Uh, that's the secret. You just will your husband to like fat chicks to become a fat uh, chubby chaser, and he will. Uh, no, Acosta for two bucks. Vote Warren, please. I'm 25% black and need reparations. But, but, <laughs> no, you can't. That's way too much black. Way too much. You got to be. What was What was way she Way too like? much white, you mean, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Wasn't she like one two thousandth Native American? Some oh, microscopic. Trump. Trump was more of a Native American than Warren. I think I might be, even yeah, though right. I never. Yeah, I think I, mean, I think the average American is more uh, is less white than Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, well, I I didn't have any. I know because I did the thing. I'm like, oh, nothing from the Western Hemisphere. Um, hey, I saw I saw something on TV about the whole uh, gene testing thing. They've yeah. got whole support groups at these companies now, like 23andMe, that have to deal with people who find out their dad's not their dad. <laughs> that's exactly the reaction i had that's exactly oh, that's the reaction <laughs> oh, oh mom mom doesn't want to have this conversation <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to tell my dad he's not my dad he th- he's, he's been my dad my whole life and thinks he's my dad i mean I this ju- is like serious pro- it's like it's just proving i would love to see the study on just how many uh you know how many that's guys why got the, That's why, yeah, that's why the whole family tree thing, it's all bullshit because eventually there's going to be a, a, a chick in there who, who lied. Tea snuck in at night. <laughs> yeah. The milkman so paid then, a visit. <laughs> yeah. So the family tree is, I mean, it doesn't take too long of going back before it's bullshit. I have a great idea. Okay, millennials. <laughs> Wouldn't no. you like to know? <laughs> Maybe we're not friends. I'm not necessarily your enemy. Anyone who seeks truth, I'm not your enemy. I think it's mandatory every millennial and every kid going now on to, into the future, given the low quality shit. Like I looked at a DT, I look at it's like looking at a body blown up by a grenade. It's like I'm doing the autopsy. I'm looking at divorce. I'm looking at separation. I'm looking at broken homes. I'm looking at suicide. It just fucking sucks. So there's this corpse in front of me, and it's caused by shitty people breeding. We're not even going to call them parents. Right. Um, it's just it's just bad. Given that low quality of parental caliber, given some parents are so bad, they've lied to millennial children and say, oh, yeah, you got a mental disorder because they're shitty parents. Uh, I think every millennial and person generation going forward, you need to get your DNA tested and compare yourself to your brothers and your sisters and see if it matches up. You need to do that because I'm I'm guessing I could be wrong. Ten to a third, ten percent to a third um, of people don't. Mom lied. Right. I just I just there is an estimate on that and it's it's pretty high. And so that's why when you take that probability that the mom was fucking around and 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 so the family tree, uh, you go a certain distance back and that's not your family tree anymore. And and given how women have been propagandized, and this I will make as a, a declarative statement, not a funny ha-ha, let's go to the feminists. Given how women have been propagandized to be, at best, 
competitors against men at worst adversaries and to really view men as like, you're here to serve me and I got to go and do my career and I got to get my checklist. My children are things and I, they really do view people in their lives as things. Um, I think there's a higher percentage of women than you think, especially occurring now mm-hmm. that like, well, I'm entitled to have another man's kid or I don't, I could totally cuck this guy. I think it's, there's very little moral, resistance to that anymore so like i said going forward every person needs to like you know get a get a swab you know your dad he he takes a drink out of the beer go get a swab and get some <laughs> of that your mom puts her lipstick on you go get some of that lipstick and say all right does this add up go talk to a geneticist and see if you can find out that was a kind of a black pill to swallow was was the whole uh, everybody always wants to have a son right i want to carry on the name well, i want a son i want a son <laughs> I want a son, right? I want to carry on the name. And I'm like, I've got daughters. I am guaranteed whatever kids they have, I know are related to me. If I had sons and they got married and had a kid, I don't know if that kid is related to me or not. So uh, actually carrying on your bloodline is much better through a female than a male because the males can get cucked. And that's, yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, Elijah Woods, four ninety nine. Uh, do you think blacks should pay reparations for destroying our cities and getting to live in America instead of Africa? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, because I don't think the black descendants here had a choice in coming to the United States. And even though uh, slavery has long been gone, um, that they they're they're great 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 grand people uh, were slaves. Um, and I think it's he's, about equal now. He's a, he's agreeing and amplifying on the whole reparations thing, which maybe you could use as a tactic to fight the idea of reparations. No, because but all we really want, we just want to be left alone. That's all we want. We don't want. Reparations is going to happen. You know why? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because the little kid, what little white kids remain, are going to be propagandized to think, look at how hate, self-hating Gen yeah. Z millennials. They're going to, and everyone's going to have the virtue signal. Um, and, and it's in the obvious financial interests of, uh, uh black descendants, uh, today to have that, though there will be an intellectual 10% and actually honest 10% say, no, uh, it was the Republicans who fought the fucking war to free us. And, uh, that was long ago. And that, uh, it, it's going to happen. Um, but how is it going to happen the, through debt, though? That's how it's going well, to happen. Yeah, and who's going to pay that debt? Everybody through well, inflation. Who's, who's going to be around? <laughs> right. Demographically speaking. But I mean, if they're just going to print money or just take out debt to pay a bunch of people, basically a right. stimulus payment, right? right? They'll say it'll be good for the economy. It's just going to cheap. Economy. It's going to cheapen the dollars, and all you responsible black people are going to have less money at the end of it because of all this fucking free money that's given out to everybody else. Stop. Stop with the logic. Just stop. <laughs> no one cares. No one, no one wants to even go. So don't half the people don't even know what hyperinflation is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh no, I if you want to be intellectually honest about it and bring some math into it, I calculated what uh dollar amount uh black generations over the generations have received since the Great Society was implemented. Uh, in terms of government handouts beyond their proportional uh, representation of the population. 
And it depends on what you want to, you know, variables and estimates and all that, but it's around 6 trillion. Uh, I would, uh, yeah, that's what they've received over the course of the decades. Yeah. Millions, tens yeah. of millions, hundreds of millions over the extra than their proportion of the population. Okay. Right. You know, uh, there's a hundred, you know, if you divide it by per capita, everyone gets an X amount. They, and that's gotten, not counting police presence. Which no, is this is, expensive. this is just going to the, the this state is just federal welfare. budgets and it just, yeah. just welfare handouts. Uh, it's six trillion plus or minus two trillion because again the estimates are very hard to do, and I'd say well there's your reparations, right? You know, right. You, and We've and, and like, this doesn't this doesn't bring up things like affirmative action, uh, lowering standards, blah blah blah. Scholarships How many people died in the Civil War? And well, you can argue that too, you, 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 <laughs> but it does. That's not gonna that'll fall on deaf ears because right. we want money. It's, it's math. But black standards. The maths is hard. It's easier just to say free money. It's it's incentives. I want free money. We'll say one side. And then the people are going to pay for it is like, oh, look at me. I'm going to cut open my. Because who's going to pay, DT? (coughs) Nobody. It's going to be debt. In the minds of liberal leftists, who's going to pay for Rich people. The rich rich. people. Oh, those rich people. Look at those nasty rich people. (laughs) Uh. You know, seriously though, here here's a question for you: if 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 black people could stop with the affirmative action and stop with the racism, accusing everybody of racism and all the things that we hate, right? Yeah. In exchange for reparations, would you do it? Would you advocate they, for they, it? I, you can't because the getting rid of affirmative action for no, 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 it wouldn't go away. Well, but that's what I'm saying. It what would, would happen is they get reparations. <clears throat> what is the okay? This has nothing to do. <laughs> I'm not saying. With, I'm saying this with, is fantasy land. I know. I'm just I know. Just I'm just I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to give you the answer. What is the job of every leftist? The number one job, black, white, doesn't matter. What is their job? If you look at the average day of a leftist, what is the majority of their activism or political actions invested in? What do they spend the majority of their time on politically? Uh, identity politics, I suppose. That's a subcategory of this. What is that? When you focus on identity politics or well, oh, we're women. Just or, easy answers or, you know, it's just. Um, well, why? I would say destruction, but that's. No, it's not. Destru- In their mind, it isn't. They, they think there's right. this unlimited amount of money out there and wealth and rich people. They just think they don't even know the difference between a billion and a trillion. They're, they're really- just interested in theft. Theft. Can I go up to you and say, DT, I'm a lazy fuck. Give me your fucking money. If you have a gun, you can. <laughs> if I have a gun, but what is that admitting? It's the theft. It's theft. I'm a thief. I'm it's a armed robbery, basically. Yeah. The job of Democrats, the majority of the time, is spent coming up with reasons and rationalizations as to why they're allowed to steal other people's money. Right. Yep. Now, when you have something that's a visual thing that's easily identifiable, such as race, you can claim racism. Although... That does have some legitimate, authentic origins. Oh, there was uh, racism well, there, in the past, and there are <clears throat> actual racists today. And there are absolutely. you're gonna, yeah, you're not gonna ever get rid of it. It's a, a, a unnecessary evil of humanity that's gonna go down. Uh, anyway. Of humanity, like you said, of humanity. There's black uh, right, racists right, right. too. Oh, yes, there's ra- okay. Yeah. <laughs> Women uh, are gonna go and play the victim card as well. Okay, because you can usually see, oh, that's a woman. Oh, we're oppressed because of the reasons and the patriarchy, da, 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 whether or not they actually believe it or not. How do white males 
get in on the suppression Olympics. Well, yeah, being gay, being there trans. There you go. You, you, a a quattro paraplegic sexual. That's yeah, one. Yeah, crippled, uh, mentally deficient. Disability, yeah. mental illness. Yeah. I have the his. Oh, I'm bipolar. I got this. I got that. It doesn't matter what your skin color is or your race is or your gender or whatever. Those are easy traits to, to be identified. So that's the flag you rally under or the, <clears throat> the hostage you put the gun to. But everyone will come up with every reason uh-huh. to come up with a, a reason to take away. So you're not. Money. So you're not saying that. So you're saying that they'll just come up with something. Uh, another reason. Just come up with something yeah. else. They'll yeah. just come. Up. So you could pay reparations. You. You. But could, to just get rid of that one aspect, no, the race no, because aspect, it's, because there's still is that, that we never have to change? hear racist again. No, just, you're still. <laughs> no, I'm saying Fantasyland that we, there's nothing oh, that's gone. That's gone, like Fantasyland. Fantasyland, fa- yeah. Fantasyland, the, the media, yeah. With the prices, reparations, prices, reparations. Well, how much? What do you, doesn't media, matter? How much it is? <laughs> I guess we just print it off, right? <laughs> yes. I I never have to hear that ever again, and no and more affirmative pay, action. And for, there's no more affirmative action. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's worth a $10 million. Dollars. It's, a, it's steal. a steal. It's a steal because you're talking of all future humanity. We yes. get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. No, it'll be totally worth it. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll never do that. But what I'm saying is, no. is that's what you, that's, that's the card you lay out in front of them. That's do you say, okay, well, this is what it's going to take. And then I'll agree they'll, with they'll, you. They'll take it. But then, they'll, and one generation, and you go, ah, ah, we the got next. a contract here. No there more be, fucking no, using the R word. No, but they'll the be R words oh, we like were, the N word now. We were, we were. Leveraged into it, I, we were full, we didn't know we didn't do the math. Tough we didn't shit. know the difference between a billion and a trillion. <laughs> I, I, oh, we were lied to. The white man screwed. It, it it would get to the point, no matter what aggrieved group you bought out. Not only would they not honor it, they would find a way to spin it that they got screwed. Right. You know, <laughs> Just, and we'd have we'd have a new expression other than Indian giver, right? It would be something else. It'd be, I, I don't after know. the I, after reparations. I'm gonna be dead. I don't care, man. My goal is to smoke as many cigars as I possibly can and hike as many hills and yeah. ride as much motorcycle. That's is what yeah. I'm. Well, going we to we do. spent enough time on the reparations. I was just uh, curious if you, I like, I think yeah, it would be a steal to get rid of that but, in perpetuity. It would be, I'd, I'd be all for it. Yeah, but that's that's not good. The United States going to be around that long anyway. Uh, Chad Belkins, the third. For $2, uh, DT, do the Vikings stand a chance this weekend? Well, I heard that, uh, what's his name, had maybe an ankle injury. What's Thielen, Adam Thielen. Would you like the story of Adam Thielen, right? Yeah, I, yeah, Thielen, yeah. He's you, that no, guy. No, do you like the story of him? I don't even know who he, the fuck he is. He was a walk-on. He what's wasn't a drafted. A walk-on means you show up at training camp. Okay. And he's one of the best receivers in the league. So he was just like, so he just played he, local ball. And- he played dipstick football at local colleges in, in right. Minnesota and decided, you know, I'm going to try out for the Vikings. And now he's one of the league elite receivers. It's just a I, good story about. I like that story. Yeah. I like that story. But he's potentially got a uh, a sprained ankle. And Diggs had some kind of illness, another receiver. Oh. So everybody needs to be healthy for there to be a chance. Holy shit. <laughs> What's going to happen? What happens if the Vikings lose? Nothing. I, I, oh. I, I, <laughs> you sure? Nothing. Another plane ain't going to be shot out of the sky if the Vikings lose? 
I'm having fun. I'm actually having fun watching this year because they've been good, well fought games. They've been close. I like to see good, good games where the guys are out there. You know, they're <laughs> exactly they're going crazy because <laughs> it could be the last game of the year. <laughs> My favorite is their dumb jamoke dances where they put their penis in front of the football. <laughs> <laughs> well, they I think some of them are claiming they're playing air guitar, but then they're playing air guitar like Elvis. So I don't know exactly. If they're slapping an ass or if they're playing air guitar. <laughs> but anyway, it'll be fun to I'd like to, watch. to say something about what I'd like to happen to a sports ball game, but I can't. No, don't so say I'll just that. smile don't here. Don't say that. I'm, I, uh, hope, I hope the big guys get the ball over there. They do the thing and they dance. No, I think it's way too – it. it's entertainment. That's all it is. But there's way too much attention paid to did it. Did you see – well, no, you didn't. There was a document. It must have been a – there's a uh, group of people that need to be shot. Um, where there's a, a cult now, like it's a church, it's the religion of the Vikings and they ordain you into the order of the Vikings. And there's like a room. Is this all Viking football paraphr- Vikings or football is this actual Vikings? Odin no, not, worship. not God of Odin. In, in Cause that's kind of cool, but <laughs> anyway, I wish it was that cool, but it's not, it's a bunch of fat people who actually have like this order and they did a, the local news story on it and someone sent it to me and I'm like, yeah, yeah, they could, <laughs> they could leave the gene pool at any moment now. And I'd be perfectly okay. That's not that. a good God to worship. I mean, they're losers. They've never won a Super Bowl. Why would you worship the Viking God? You're guaranteed to be disappointed. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense is what I'm saying. So do they stand a chance this weekend? Sure, there's always a chance in these there's games. Always a chance. There there's always a chance. There's always a chance. They're the underdog, always but a that's why you tune in, man, because there can be upsets for sure. I I have a question for you, DT. Huh. I want you to be perfectly honest, okay? You line up all the Minnesota Vikings fans, okay? All the guys, right, who are married, right? Okay. Follow me so far. All male married Vikings fans, right? There's a lot of them, yeah. Okay, a lot of them, probably millions. What percentage of them would let the quarterback fuck their wives to say, the guy fucked my wife. The Minnesota quarterback fucked my wife. What percent? Or Thiessen or whoever the the most popular Viking guy is. What percent? I was going to say Kirk Cousins is like this huge Christian. So that would be really funny. (laughs) The quarterback being this huge Christian guy. Yeah, you could fuck my wife. What percent (laughs) of the men value the Minnesota Vikings more than their relationship with their wife? Oh, God. I would say... Well, see, a lot of them are fat and ugly anyway. The wives? Yeah, both. Yeah, you got a point there. Yeah. Both. So, I mean, see, it's a safe answer saying 50%. But oh, that I think, it, may, okay. I think it, would, right. it would maybe be even just a little higher than 50%. I think, think more than half. Okay. I, if they could meet the guy? Yeah, you get to meet the guy. Sure. Yeah, Why the hell not? Get you get to autograph. You get to have, you take get a, to have dinner selfie, with that guy. Take a selfie with take him. Take a selfie with him. Bang your wife in the back. <laughs> yeah, maybe 50%. Depends oh. on how much beer they've had. Maybe. God. Okay, Juan again. Juan, save some money for your kids. I signed up for Oh, the here's the real. Okay, I got to add one thing to that. I got to add one thing. Hang on. Can, all right. You, I got to pee. Let's take a break. All right. Sure, well, I'll just add it while you're peeing. All right, and then you go take a break. I'm going to get more coffee, and then we'll come back. Okay. I don't know if he wants me to keep talking. Maybe I will. The one thing I was going to add is I think it would be even higher if there was a chance that the guy could get cucked 
by an elite athlete with his wife and be able to raise an athlete child. That's really cynical. <laughs> but I think, <laughs> you mean not only will you have sex with my wife, but there's a chance that I might have a cucked kid that could become a superstar NFL athlete? <laughs> so I won't add that. I won't, we'll just we'll start fresh when Clary gets back. I'll take a quick break too. Still there, DT? Oh, he's off then. He's probably taking a break. I got to find a book. I had it here. I had to advertise it. You know what? Let's go through some sponsors real quick while I'm here. That'll be a good use of time. And make sure I'm not muted. I am not muted. All right. <clears throat> academiccomposition.com. If you guys would kindly go to academiccomposition.com for having all of your college paper writing needs done by a professional so that you don't have to write your papers, go to academiccomposition.com where Alex and his writing staff will write your papers for you. Uh, if you also are looking for a job, he's always hiring writers or advertisers. Neither of the jobs are fun, but they can be done from home. And uh, that's always a good thing. So you can work from home or a beach or wherever you want because we have the internet and you're not a fucking boomer. I'm very hopeful. That is, I'm going to see that. I'm going to see that happen before I die. And that is, there'll be this, why the fuck do we have offices? You guys will see it. Mark my words. You guys will see it where downtown skyscrapers turn into massive housing. And that will be one of the better 
silver lining is for the millennial generation is you all be able to live downtown in these converted skyscrapers. So that will depress housing prices and rental prices. I think that is one of the few things to look forward to. Um, <clears throat> Piggott, our good buddy, Adam Piggott, go to uh, pushingrubberdownhill.com and uh, you'll visit my buddy, Adam. And Adam has a whole bunch of stuff going on. Uh, he's got his blog, which is pushingrubberdownhill.com. He has his book, um, Pushing Rubber Downhill, uh, by the same name. He also has another book called Run Guts Pull Cones, and he also has a podcast, all located at the website pushingrubberdownhill.com. I have not read Run Guts Pull Cones because I'm a lazy fuck, uh, but I have read uh, uh, Pushing Rubber Downhill, which is a mandatory <clears throat> book because it's the hero's journey. Every young man should read that. Uh, every old a, man should it's read it. It's a journey. It is a journey. No, it's the it's the hero's journey. He starts off as a loser and he comes back a man. I'm just saying that word, journey. Yeah. Oh. You do you know the beginning of the story? Of what story? Adam Pickett's story? His life? No, no. It's great. He's in Perth. You know Perth? Way on the other uh-huh. side of Australia, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. His girlfriend goes to Sydney. Okay. It was in nineteen ninety five, something in the mid nineties. <clears throat> She doesn't break up with him, but acts weird and dumb, and he's an 18-year-old dumb kid. And there's the entire outback in between them. He gets this piece-of-shit crotch rocket that he, to this day, is surprised makes it and drives it all the way across Australia. Through the outback? Through the outback. Where they've got the the semis that have the four trailers attached to them and stuff. Right, right. So he's hauling all the way across I think he broke down, ran into another motorcyclist, and, and got over there. Um, this is before the internet. He's trying to call her. She did not pick up the phone, and he just stops at her place. And guess what? Uh, you go ahead and say. She, she breaks up with him there. She's like, um, we're not dating anymore. <laughs> he so, just drove through oh, the outback. on a crotch rocket. You know how painful <laughs> it is to drive across a crotch rocket? But now he can say he drove across the outback, right? It is. This is why it's the hero's journey. This is yeah. why Pushing Rubber Downhill is a mandatory read that I hold up there with um, The Way of Men, Bachelor Pad Economics, Roll Tomasi's books, because you see it. You see every mistake as a, as a dipshit, idealistic, horny teenage boy, and life just kicks the ever-living shit out of him, and he becomes a man. Trial and error, runs a, a, a bar, a nightclub, um, uh, he, he's a, a whitewater rafter, all the traveling he's done. It's, it's a hero's journey. It's worth it. Um, and you can, he, you Mad Max did across Australia, Mad Max and across the desert. He did. He did. <laughs> see, that's, I mean, that's like the one thing I'd like to see in Australia is the desolation. That's, that's what, you know, well, you oh, see yeah. a lot of it now with the fires, right? Beautiful, you know, coastline. Nah, oh, DT wants to see the desolation of the desert. <laughs> uh, then we also have uh, personal finance 505. You could go to payhip.com slash B slash WCNJ or just search personal finance 505. It's $100. Um, his story in my teens, I had a fascination with personal finance, real estate, and investments. Everyone in an expert. I'm sorry, everyone is an expert in the world of finance. Unfortunately for me and billions of people around the world, the system showed how much it really didn't care about me anymore or or anyone else for that matter in 2008 to 2009. The only thing 
I was to the system was a number. The system was designed to help itself. The model, the gurus taught it did not work. It just left me with a halved portfolio. This was the story of so many people. At the time, I was so well into my research and innovation into the financial space. I wanted a fresh start. So did many others. I took my wide range of experience in finance, personal finance, consulting, research, and investment to the next level. The answer was to refurbish the old model and make something completely new. I did just that. So that's his book, Personal Finance 505. Uh, take a look at that at that website I just read there. Uh, I'll put the link in the chat room here. There we go. Uh, and that's that. Uh, what else we got? You go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. Uh, I'm just trying to get through. You guys all know my books. Batch of Pad Economics, Worthless, Enjoy the Decline, Black Man's Got Out of Poverty, Curse of the High IQ, Reconnaissance Man, and the upcoming one, How Not to Become a Millennial. That's going to be a really good one. Although I wouldn't try and read it in one sitting. You'll probably kill yourself. Um, the Pence Principle. I don't have to show that. Uh, basically, how to Me Too proof yourself. Me Too proof yourself by getting the Pence Principle. Written by Randy Bentwick. He's got two kids, both sons, and he didn't want his sons. He saw it like, I think one kid was 14, the other was 12, and that was when the, uh, uh, who's the Supreme Court Justice? Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh thing was going on. He's like, holy shit, my kids are going to go off to college. Heck, was he Kavanaugh accused of something in high school? I think it was both, yeah, but it was oh, mainly right. college, I think, yeah. Anyway. That's a mandatory read for every one of your boys. If you're going to vaccinate your kids against tuberculosis and um, tetanus, what else do we vaccinate? Measles? We do all <clears> kinds <throat> of... We do everything now. Chicken pox. Chicken pox, yeah. So HPV. you vaccinate them against that. There's a very low chance you'll ever get tetanus, but what are the chances, DT, of a young man being born today of being me-tooted, accused of some kind of... Uh, oh, God. Oh, he sexually assaulted me or sexually harassed me or something like that. Yeah, it's... It, it's way too high. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's a, there's a high chance of that. So if you're going to get your kids vaccinated against diseases, why don't you vaccinate them against this? This is a much more real uh, chance of this happening. Uh, the Pence Principle by Randy Bentwick. Available Amazon.com. Where'd my... Oh, here it is. I did my books. I did that. Did that. I'm not going to go through the rest of my crap. Assholeconsulting.com. If you guys kindly would, go to assholeconsulting.com. Um, You're not going to go if, through all your content? You're not going to go through all of it? It takes too long. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm burnt out. I'm really... This, going, writing a book gonna... taxes. I mean, imagine half your energy gone every day writing. You just don't have the energy for anything else. Even promoting your own shit. Yeah, your own shit, not your own content, right? My own shit, right. I don't have content. <laughs> I just got really good shit. Right. Um, yeah, so I don't I don't need to go That's buy my books there. That's what I'm saying. Look look me up on the internet. Go to Amazon.com, search Aaron Claire. There's some books there that are going to be of great benefit to you. I, I don't know how much more of an argument I can make that if you read my books, you are guaranteed to come out better than the millennials ever did or ever will. So... I don't know. Drop the hundred dollars on buying all my books, and you, it's going to be—it's going to be more valuable than a degree in college because college degrees are worthless nowadays. 
Oh, Here's Florida. a question oh. for you, Aaron. Yeah. I just I just uh, typed into Google like you like you suggested your name, but I added content on it. Okay, just 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 because that's the continuing joke here. Sure. How come this video with you on engineered truth is always at the top? Oh, uh, Matt Tran is huge. He's okay. very huge. Yeah, he's got way more uh, pull than me. Uh, I'm sure he's okay. got a quarter million. Yeah. So uh, I did an interview with him, and you know, it'd be like interviewing with Joe Rogan. Okay. Uh, if you did that, that's gonna be the first thing that pops up. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious so, since I don't know since I'm you know. <laughs> oh, may I point out something to show you how worthless modern day media is? Sure. What didn't come up as number one? Well, number one is actually Aaron Clary Amazon dot com. So it's okay. All, all right. Know. All right. What was then, the? Where did I make global news? The Mad Max. Uh, the Mad Max thing review. through a bunch of fucking tabloid, no name, f- fucking worthless nobodies. All right, hey. that was the world's most hated guy ever. Well, how come that's not number one? Number. Let's see. One, two, three, four, no, no, five. DT, DT, DT. Focus. Why is that not number one? Because I don't know. They're not. They're obsolete. They're not relevant right. anymore. Yeah, right. Matt Tran's got more pull. Right. I mean, the citizen journalists have more pull. You guys want to go on that sinking ship of the Titanic, the USS Journalism Titanic? By all means, go ahead. You're on some site called incels.wiki. I'm sure I am. That's like the 10th one. All of it's positive. That's the first negative one is incels.wiki. I, so, that's okay. not too bad. It's not too bad. What do I yeah. care? I, I, I bang 30 girls by 30. Okay. I'm not an incel. No, I know. Yeah. No, you don't care about the negative reviews. I and I would, care. I would, I would, uh, I'm not going to name anybody by name, but mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm really getting sick of a big name out there complaining about his Amazon reviews. So I'm, I'm you haven't seen this on Facebook. Okay. Well, <clears throat> he's a big, me. big, he's a big, 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 big effing name. And I'm really okay, tired well, of him. Text, text me or something. We don't need to besmirch people here. I know that's, that's my point. I, uh, he does really good work, but man, ugh. I, you know what? I, I don't care. Remember when all the, the, I forgot what group it and was. he shouldn't said, either. He should not be carrying. And, and it's just a really, it makes my spider sense go, eh, you know, what this helps- guy isn't what I think he is. If he's complaining about this shit all the time. Are you going to stop it? No. And also <laughs> keep ahead. in mind, it's amazing. When people give you one-star reviews on Amazon, you know what happens? People downvote that one star, probably. No. You get well, more, more people. Yeah. You want to know yeah. why? Because the perfect book, no one wants to buy the perfect book. The best books are the ones that got a ton of fives and a ton of ones because it's controversial. It's different. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, I forgot what it was. I did something on the internet, and, and a bunch of people got sand in their vaginas, and everyone started downvoting. I forget which book, and then uh, it didn't affect book sales. It went up actually. Right. So I mean, and it's like I, I, I originally like went in there said, hey, you know, these are all fake reviews, and then I'm like, well, it's not affecting book sales. What the fuck do I care? Right. Yeah, and, I got other shit to do. And you know what? has been a problem for artists and musicians and chefs and anybody that creates something. Yelp. That is reviewed. Anybody that creates something that is re- that is reviewed throughout time immemorial, they've had problem with people doing bad reviews of their product. Right. It's, it just is. It's a it's a part of doing business. You can't worry about it. Here, do you even 
listen to the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes or movie reviewers anymore? Oh, not really. If I'm I, curious, sometimes I'll read them just to get a sense. But no, I don't obsess over it. No. The, to borrow your parlance, the filth of the internet yeah. who troll and, you know, 15 years ago it was something because it was new. The internet. Now everyone knows. Do you think anyone listens to the news? Like, they, do you believe a news story? Even if it comes from Fox, do you believe oh. it? Or do you always? No. You, congrats. Hey, go downvote people. You know, Chad Elkins is all worried about people. Oh, people review me on Yelp negative. Who gives a shit? Yeah. It's your. Con- it's going to be the same thing that it always is. Reputable people giving you reputable clients. People yeah. are going to buy my book to say, damn, this book's really good. Hey, Bob, you got to read it. So, right. I, so you can tell me later. All right, I got to get through these here. Juan Corbera. Four ninety nine. I signed up for mechanical engineering. I was told I was better off with Chicano studies degree. I ended up dropping out. What of mechanical engineering? Hope not. I hope that's not. what I was trying to. Yeah. If he's trying to get a job in mechanical engineering, he couldn't have dropped out of mechanical okay. engineering, right? I got to scroll back up. Um. Oh, there's Dark Man Jeff. Kevin McComer. My family tree is French nobility down to fifteen hundred. <laughs> Uh, you sure? (laughs) 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 A young Sykes for five bucks. Cappy, I've been saying that for years. The laws need to be changed. There needs to be mandatory DNA testing before or after childbirth. I, I don't care. I'm, there's this genetic piece where it's kind of like, I could see logically why people want to have kids, why kids is the most important thing. I know it's because it's true, but I am so burned off by kids and just, just to survive. I'm so happy I got a vasectomy. I'm so happy I'm not having kids that I look at this shit show with Mary. Like I thought when the parents got divorced, not my parents, I'm saying parents in general of the baby boomer generation, when they got divorced, Gen X would straighten up and fly. Right. Nope. Everybody's a piece of shit. This marriage, wedding, children, family, fuck it. It's, it's, it's a, it's a cesspool. And Mm -hmm. so I'm fine. Yeah. You could go ahead and get DNA tested. Fine. Go ahead. I don't care. Not my problem. (laughs) Uh, we don't need reparations. All women will waste it. God almighty. I did uh, research on what women spend their money on. Right. It's they're 80% oh. of the purchasing decisions. And no, that's, that's a misnomer. Any- they influence okay. 80% of the decisions or make them outright. But look at, but look at what the economy values. So that's all you need to know. It, it, yes, they disproportionately influence uh, purchasing decisions, but they're not in control of 80%, 100%. That's not it. Um, but yeah, if it weren't for men buying stupid shit like sports cars and boats, like if you took away men's toys, uh, which are predominantly stupid, I can see a lawnmower, that makes sense. You get some utility right. out of that. Uh, women just piss away money. Right. It is, it, men piss it away on big ticket items. And dumb business ideas, women piss it away on the dumbest fucking shit. And if you really, here's what I get a kick. Women disproportionately vote Democrat and all that. It's like if you took half the money you spend on shit you don't need, you could actually feed Africa. Oh, or whatever sure. country you want, whatever, whatever your fucking masturbation politics is today. You could solve that problem if you just didn't buy the 400 fucking dollar pair of shoes and went right. to pay less and got them for 20. You know what I found in my vanity? I see I've got my own vanity now at the new compound oh, in the bathroom. Okay. Yes. I found like a 25-year-old bottle of cologne. 
Oh, cool. That's not, so good. That, that's not what happens with women. They'll buy new cologne. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. That that it says it all right there. I mean, we don't fill our vanity with all kinds of creams and and they all just it just builds oh, up. It's, it's, it gets <laughs> dust on it. You can put the yeah. you can do the, the finger yeah. mark. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. They don't the greatest, use all their stuff that they the buy. The greatest thing is uh, when we had to move, I sold my place. I was packed and ready to go in under two hours. I think oh, it was two, sure. two or three, no more than three, certainly no more than three. And the GF saw all my stuff neatly organized, the box and ready to go, takes up, you know, like a quarter of a wall. There's, there's all of my wealth and, and personal objects in life. <clears throat> and it took her, I think, three days. Sure. And I said, I'm not helping you. I am not helping you. And guess what ended up happening? She gave away or threw away a bunch of shit got thrown out. Ton of shit got thrown out. That that was purged. It's just guys, sometimes like, no, I'm not helping you. Right. And and you know what else? I'm not I'm not moving your boxes into the moving truck. I purposely am a minimalist for this moment in time because moving fucking sucks. It does. Sit there and drink my beer and smoke my cigar while I watch you haul your worthless crap back and forth for the day. It's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna sit here. And we, then we learned. We've moved three times in our life. Once overseas, once back from overseas, and then once here to the Black Hills, and I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> Somehow, because when you're moving a family, you have to make sure everything gets moved. And yep. I, this was three strikes and you're out. I am not doing that ever again. Yep. Because they just don't, women do not understand time. No. They don't understand priority. No. They don't understand, uh, in, you know, just sticking to something until it's done. And I'm just not picking up that slack anymore. It's not happening ever again. Just, I, me and Rich Cooper got a debate going. Not a huge debate. We just, <clears throat> and not even a. It's just kind of like, oh, you're right. You know, kind of like I see your point, but this. And he's like, oh, I see your point, but that. I'm like, ah, oh. and that is, can women be trained? And I'm starting to realize you don't have a choice. If you're going to get married or stick with, it's like, no, we're doing X, Y, and Z, and I'm not lifting a finger. You And if you don't train, <clears throat> if you don't hold to your guns, they will run over you because they don't know any better. They'll think like, oh, I bought this. Oh, I bought that. <laughs> See, I sort of agree that they can't be trained. But I, I disagree. I've trained it. No, I, 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 I disagree. They don't I learn. I mean, well, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you have to be hands off so that consequences are realized. Yes. I think that's, yes. if you consider that training, then that's training. But like I said before, when, when, when you think you've earned respect and you think you've earned, you know, yeah, this guy's smart. He knows what he's talking about. No, and, uh, no you don't. So, it, that's why it's let it burn. It's like let it burn in every aspect of your life. That is the answer. <laughs> I get a kick. Not not to toot my own horn, but I am the American success story. Okay? Not a millionaire or anything like that. Not even a $100,000. I'm a guy that came from pretty shit conditions. No help. Busted my ass off. Had more trials and tribulations. And then you know, through trial and error and entrepreneurship and innovation creation and, and failure and failure. Also, holy shit, we made it. Uh, and now plus, Jesus. plus you can sleep at night. Yeah, I can sleep at night. You, Why wouldn't you, I be able to sleep at night? If you fucking compromise yourself to succeed. Oh, I That's see. What I'm saying. 
No, even then, there's I a lot see, of I've, American I've, I've successes. Said yeah, I've said it before, and everyone, everyone deep down inside will will probably agree with me. If someone had came up to me and say, uh, "I'll give you a, a blow," no, not I'll give you. You give me a blowjob for a quarter million, I would have totally done it back at 18, 19. I would have been perfectly fine with it by today's standards. Absolutely. Well, you're not hurting. I'm I'm saying hurting other people. Or like stealing from somebody or, or just like Yeah, that. or just you know engaging in a scam or yeah, um, no, no, taking advantage of legit. gullible yeah. people. Your Operation Evil will allow you to do that, but the only reason why you're willing to do Operation Evil is because you've given it this real effort to do it the right way to do it right yes i yeah. did try to do it honest and truthfully yes, yes. so no i i never really considered that but yeah i could sleep sleep well at night so here's this you know from nothing no fucking help nothing now the gf she didn't come from wealth either but parents together and a little bit of help and lived at home and you know kind of muddled through um and here i am with the house paid off right you know before she even owns one you know right. with no fucking help none and there's times where i'm like yeah we got to do x y and z and then there'll be those well why i've had to pull out the car i'm sorry did i have any help from my parents <laughs> you could just see is it no <laughs> uh did you own a house at 24 no have i ever asked anybody for any fucking money no am i self-employed and could work from wherever i want any time of fucking day you're like yeah okay then do this don't ask me why just and it, you'll never get the response see Wait, that's the you thing you have add, to go how much, let me ask you this i'd love to get him on buzz aldrin what i'd love to see if buzz aldrin's wife get, ever questioned him about everything anything you know like right. he landed on the fucking moon on the fucking moon yeah. what? buzz why need you replace the toilet paper like here's this guy thinking about Science, physics, gravity, that, that, that. And like, maybe he just didn't want every, you know, <laughs> right. Don't There's, mix the whites with the colors. <laughs> here, here's a, here's an actual example. The guy that wrote, he's very popular, famous. I think he actually was a good man too. Mm -hmm. uh, the guy that wrote the purpose driven life back when I was a Christian, we read that. Did you ever hear about that book? Yeah. You, you've mentioned it before. Um, very popular book, very popular pastor. And he was on an interview one time and he basically said, I don't know if my wife even liked me. <laughs> so here's this yeah. guy that's like <laughs> helping millions of people with their faith and finding purpose in this life. And he thinks his wife hates him. <laughs> yeah. I, so. I, and I think it's like, if you find the right one, they, yeah, but there's still this hardwired, no matter how logical, no matter how much empirical data, it's going to be the, you know, Oh, I, I look at this sweater. Look at this thing. Look at that thing. I'm like, don't bring that in my house. Well, why? It's like, well, you could get a storage. I mean, you got it. You have to, if, and forget train. It's just, you got to hold your ground. No. Otherwise you're going to have, if you let a woman run rampant, you will have a house that is of a hoarder status. Yes. You, you have to. So maybe it's not training. You'll never get them to capitulate or see the wisdom. No, it's what just saying no. It's just like, no, we're not doing that. And this bullshit about, well, co-leading and co-parenting of all, let's have a, def a communal. No, I'm the fucking man. Fuck you. That's why. Now well, do somebody, this. Somebody needs to be the asshole. And it's right. it. And that's what leader, leaders are assholes. Because saying no is being an asshole. Yeah, you're going to hurt dick. somebody's feelings when you say no. Um, Ronan Boyle for two British pounds. Can't be how much will your new house be worth? Eh, based on cost, it'll be 225 ish under 250. It's not a big house, not a big old Capmeister, not a big house. 
No, I'm not getting a big house. Because you don't want to fill it up with shit. Well, I don't want to fill it up with shit, but I, I don't want to clean a big right. house. <laughs> I no, don't want to heat a big house. We've doubled the size of our house from Hunker Bunker 1 to Hunker Bunker 2. And, right. And you've, it, you've got rooms you haven't even explored yet. It's, that house. Yeah, it's... it's I, I love it here. I really, really love it here. It's awesome. But there is a lot of wisdom to staying in a small house. I can't wait till you got to paint your house. That's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. <laughs> I don't mind working. You know me. I don't mind being productive and working. I know, I know, but I, I just, I remember my small little dinky house that I had, and um, I was like having to paint that. Oh, it was a pain in the ass. I'm like, no, I'm gonna cite it. Uh, dang it! I don't think I think we're done with uh, with super chats. I think I caught up to all of them. Let me check here quick. Let me double check. Did I miss I, any? I thought there was. I thought there was. Uh, let's see. I got uh, Ryan Boyle for two uh, British pounds. Yeah, you got them all. Yep. I got them all. Yep. Sweet. Um, hang on. Uh, real quick notice to show that this isn't bullshit to show that I am correct. Oh, let's get this out of the way. So you got some, you got some articles. Just a short one. We don't, we don't need to go into uh, you ever listen to Joe Souchere, Garage Logic, or even Rush Limbaugh or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I listen to Alex Jones pretty, pretty Alex, much okay. every day. They, they'll go over and, and, and believe. And you know what? That was that was the script. That's how you did it. I think we could just go faster here. The premise is, do you work for corporate America? Me? No, no, no. As a policy, should any listener here be going and working for corporate America? No. No. Why? It's bullshit. It's, right. it's you're not going to, I mean, if you think, Government's really bad. Corporate America is slightly better. Right. And 20 years ago, corporate America was bullshit. Now, with all the politics getting involved, fuck it. There's no reason anyone of any talent, anyone of any excellence or caliber should go in there. Um, <clears throat> now, this isn't made law. This has just been uh, submitted to the state of Washington legislature. Beginning no later than January 1st, 2020, each public company must have a gender-diverse board of directors right, or that right. public company must comply with the requirements in subsection 2 of this section. For purposes of this section, a public company is deemed to have a gender-diverse board of directors if for at least 270 days of the fiscal year preceding. Look at all this fucking oh – look at this fucking bullshit. Right. You can't just go work. You right. can't just show up and do your fucking job. Yeah. Um, so for 270 days of the year, we'll have diverse decisions being made, but we'll save for those last days of the year the really important decisions. <laughs> Corporations are going to have to do that. Yes, exactly. They are. They're yep. going to set. You know what they're going to do? They're going to set up. A, they're going to set up an operating company, and they're going to set up a holding company. And the holding company will have all the power, and the operating company will just be this big masturbation fest, like most HR and CSR departments are. It's like, yeah, okay, play make believe with your. You know, they're going to be little people in a sandbox, imagining mm -hmm. their big corporate executive types. And all the power will be with the holding company. Now they'll plan the holiday party in those first 270 days. <laughs> or guess what will happen? What? This they'll is an move. easy. This they'll is move easy. out of Washington State. No, no, no. Maybe. Well, they can move out of Washington State. That's another thing to do. But what's an what's an easier thing to do? I don't know. I'll read Tell it me. again. Uh, each public company must have a gender diverse oh, they, board of directors. They just yeah, they just go private. They go they private. Yeah. Which they're doing now anyway. They're with all the buybacks. 
right. these companies are using this cheap fake debt to, yeah. to oh, buy yeah, back they're, their they're, shares. They're it back. Yeah. I, uh, individuals who self-identify as women comprised at least 25%. Here's another. Here's another There's an out. <laughs> There's an out. It's, I'm a it's woman. Don T. It's Don T. D-A-W-N. My name is Erinika. <laughs> and I'm Fort. just the evil right-wing libertarian asshole you think I am. And by gosh, I'm going to avoid this. Self-identify. Self-identify the 270s will be called the 270 self-identifiers. <laughs> just, it, there uh, you go. There's a way to angle it, too. You could be the self-identifying one and, so these corporations can use you to be on their board. Right, right. And yeah. and. You know, and they're going to come in and say, you can't self-identify. You're all, you're just a bunch of white men. You got a beard. Why are you, why are you against trans? Why are you so transphobic or trans whatever? And then they'll shut up. Right. Um, Of at least 25% of the directors serving on the board of directors. What about, what about minorities? See, it's only the women's. Right. It's only the women's here. Right. Well, because they got more pull. They're 50%. They got more voting power. Yeah, if a public company does not have a gender diverse board of directors, blah 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 blah. We don't have to go over the rest of it. Um, what's the consequence of this? Those companies are going to suck, or they'll get around it, like you said. And if it's at that level, it's going to be at every level, right? You're not going to look. You're you're. Let's say you're Dark Man Jeff, okay? Who happens to be a black guy? Uh, he just wants to be an accountant. That's what he he is. He's going to be a CPA. If not, he's a CPA right. already. What do you think Dark Man Jeff wants to do when he pulls, he, he commutes, he goes down to the office and he gets into his desk? What does he want to do? Not have to deal with stupid shit. Accounting, presumably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think just because he's black, he can't, how many, how many minority people do you think can't wait for the diversity meeting? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. I, I can't, I, he doesn't want to deal with that. Nobody wants to. So if you have the slightest bit of self-respect, you'll leave because this has been taken off, uh, taken over or infected at least by mentally ill people. If you think you have value because you have your degree in diversity and inclusion and you sit on some fucking made up board and you're going to start issuing decrees and directives to a, a corporation, who the fuck wants to be on that insane asylum of a right. ship? Not I mean, anybody, not anybody that wants to be productive and kick ass. I mean, there's plenty of people that are like, hey. Oh, it's diversity training today. Great. I can go there and basically nap with my eyes open. Right. Right. I, I, my brain can't handle that. I couldn't. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There was, there was one time where they said, well, you need to take diversity train or some train. I'm like, no, I don't No, We can't hire you if you can. And I was like, God dang it. I wish I, I had money so I could tell them to fuck off. And I didn't have money. Now I almost want to apply for jobs. Well, we got to take diversity. (laughs) No, I don't. No, nope, motherfucker, I don't. You can fire me. I don't care. And if you want me to take diversity training, you are paying me three times my normal salary. Um. So there is that. Would you like some good news? Yeah, a little cappy silver lining. Some, yeah. Somebody sent me this to me. Um, This was written late in 2019. CEO of $62 million company was abandoned in a dumpster as a baby. Ever hear of this Holy guy? Holy crap, really? It's a unique name. Freddie Figures. Uh, figures kind of yeah. a cool name uh freddie figures is not just any ceo his life began with a rough start because right after giving birth his mother left him in a dumpster abandoning him now at just 29 years old he is not only a ceo but a role model as well nathan and betty figures adopted freddie two days after his birth according to inspire more their love and support helped to shape 
his sharp intelligence. For example, when he was nine and got his first computer, it didn't work. However, he fixed it and went on to become a computer technician at the age of 12. He didn't become a journalism major. Don't know if you noticed that. He didn't <laughs> write about the oppression of his skin color. Uh, and began developing his own computer services at age 15. According to Inspire More, Figures' proudest invention was the special shoe he created for his father, who was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Figures created a GPS tracking device that also served as a two-way communicator that could be inserted to his father's shoe. As Figures told the Los Angeles Sentinel, I could pick up the phone and say, Hey, Dad, where are you at? And he doesn't have to do anything. Just lean down and talk to his shoe, and I could track his location. That program was it's like get smart. Wasn't that get smart? Or oh, I, the, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. He had the phone in his shoe. <laughs> uh, that program was very successful. I had a company reach out to me in Kansas. And they bought the program from me for 22 or 2.2 million figures. Uh, figures used the 2.2 million to open a telecommunications firm called figures communications that now values at well over 62 million. Even better is that it's the only company of its kind owned by a person of color in the United States. As a founder and CEO of the company, Figures has already caught the attention of the media due to the company's anti-texting and driving software. In addition, he's also created a cell phone with built-in wireless blue glucose meter for people who have diabetes. But what makes Figures so inspiring is the fact that it's not so much about his success as it is cultivating a better world. Now, as he states, I'm going to impact this world and change today for a better tomorrow because money is nothing but a tool. But with that tool, we can impact and change everyday people's lives with opportunities. So I thought that was kind of cool going from a dumpster. Oh, it's an awesome story. I have a question though that I don't know. I just have to ask it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's a black guy. He he looks half black or black. He's personal. Okay. Okay. Um, Because yeah, it said person was was he adopted by black people or was he adopted by a white family? Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm going to assume white. I guess we can see that's up. that's my cynical. That's my kind of well, uh, you know. So the black so the black mom parents. abandons him in a dumpster, and a couple white people raise him to become this awesome guy. No, it looks like his uh, Fetty figures. Um, I think his parents are black. Excellent, excellent. Now it's a really, really, really good story. Well, I I don't know. I I think if you adopt a kid, that's you're doing a that's saintly. I know that but is you know, saintly. You know what we're, you know, it, it's just, it's a question. You just wonder, uh, well, is it, is, like it his upbringing, it, yeah. is it upbringing that made him as awesome as he is? And, and, uh, but no, he had two loving black parents. Excellent. Right. Right. I, I want, because you know, this is where I want to go. I hope his real mom knows that this kid made it. Yeah. And made millions. <laughs> yeah. Just made millions. And and she's like, like so tempted to go and say, "Well, you owe me because I'm your mom." Because you know if, that's how it's going to be in her. If mind. I didn't dump you in that dumpster on that road, you. if I didn't dump dump you in the dumpster on that road, you wouldn't have been found. So yeah, you owe me. Because <laughs> you know that's got to. And I just hope I hope that when you, when you have these rare but successful stories where the kids left or abandoned or even put up for adoption. And then the kid goes, it just kicks some fucking ass. I, I just hope the parents are like sitting there. I just hope they feel, they already should feel like shit. If they're capable, I don't see this woman being that intelligent where you leave your kid in a dumpster. I don't think such dumb people are capable of guilt or right. self-inflection. Uh, but 
I do know they're capable of greed and envy and laziness, and I just love to see that woman. See, this this Freddy guy is way too like positive and wants to do good things for humanity. Yeah. Like my mind goes to some kind of weird Cinderella story where he's like, "Hey, yeah. I want to find out who my mom is." Every hey, any woman who has dumped a kid in a dumpster can come get your genetics tested, and if you are my mom, I'll give you a million bucks. And so all these women would be basically showing up, admitting that they committed murder to yeah, get a million bucks. Murder. That would be my, that would be my total like black pill misanthropy coming through. You know why why uh, why we do that? Because we want to show how horrible people are. Because we're not as good as Freddy Figures. That's exactly. just really what it boils Exactly. He wants. You know to- what? I don't want to be that good. I couldn't. I couldn't even fake it for a minute. Just like, yeah, not my skin, man. Not my skin. I can't do it. Uh, so that was that was the the good news there. Um, it is good news. Yeah, let's go through any more super chats. Are we good to go? Twenty three. No, all of a sudden, everything got everybody got really stingy here. I don't yeah, think I've ever like, had this. I, maybe they're all going to Amazon. Maybe they're all going. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what's <laughs> happened. I didn't give a blood chuckles rant to <laughs> to do super chats. Uh, here's Fernando Covet again. See how well Tarzan turned. How did he turn out? What was the end of that story? You don't know. He was he was raised by monkeys, right? But didn't they discover? <laughs> wasn't it like King yeah, Kong and Fernando? Uh, Fernando wasn't King Kong and Tarzan the same story? Like there's this creature in the wilderness, and they try to reintroduce him. Although King yeah. Kong was never supposed to be brought, but he was brought back to the world and he escapes and he gets on the rooftop with the girl. And, and, yeah, and he's a great uh, Tarzan's the Greystoke, which is like a royal family from wherever they came from. So but do they bring him back to the civilized yeah. world? Yeah. OK. Yeah, and he do. doesn't fare well there. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't I didn't read the whole series, but from the movies, he wanted to go back to the wild, obviously, because that's okay. where he belonged. But he didn't do too bad in the. He kicked people's asses <laughs> in his suit, you know. Wait, so it had to be British, right? So he's there yeah, running around so, in yeah. the jungle, and some yeah. some Thaddeus McThaddeus the third with this funny looking yeah. hat comes in. Oh, I have found the lost grace. And he though. falls uh-huh. in love with Jane, right? And so Jane, you know, they drag civilized. a gorgeous woman into the middle yes. of the jungle. Of course, yeah. right? All right. And Jane. So then he goes yeah. goes back to Britain. Yeah. Okay. And so. then he fights people. Well, yeah, I mean, he gets into adventures and stuff. Fisticuffs. Because yeah. right. he's a part of the royal family, and, you know, there's probably other royals that want, just would have soon, soon had seen that he had died, you know, maybe his, mm-hmm. maybe his holdings were dispersed, or who knows, but I don't know the story, but that's what I would guess was, would be going on okay. when he came back, right. since well, he's I, a royal. I, he's a power, he's got a powerful bloodline, and he comes back, and he's this ape man. Sure, sure, <laughs> I I'm not going to watch it. I don't know. Oh, it's a classic. So Edgar Rice hey, Burroughs is great. You know what comes out today? Hmm. 1917. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I might go There's see it. There's a lot that. of hype on that. Well, I. you know what the number one deterrent for me of seeing that movie is? That the critics like it so much? Uh, no, not that. That I got to go to assigned seating. Like, if I got to, I have right, to drive yeah. to a small town now to find just a regular movie theater. Yeah. And I don't want to, I really, I, I don't want to do the assigned seating. I really don't. Have you been to the historic theater in the Black Hills? The Black Hills Playhouse or downtown? No, no, downtown. No, I haven't. No. Yeah, maybe we'll go. Maybe we will. Don't go to the Black Hills Playhouse. Okay. It's not worth it. <laughs> do you like no, the tetanus? Historic, 
the historic theater is really cool and it's never busy so you know all right i'll check it's it got out. it's got that's uh you know after movies have done their run in the normal theaters it gets those movies oh so. it's the jeep theater yeah oh yeah i love those yeah they got one down in hopkins yeah, you just have to uh, wait a little bit. I think Joker's yeah. playing there right now. So, see, you know what? I'm coming in there tomorrow. I do want to see Joker, but the GF isn't in like you know dark movies. Okay. Um, have you seen it or no? No. Do you want to see it at all or no? Yeah, I do, but do. I can I can always just wait. But <clears throat> all right, well maybe we go see that tomorrow or something. Yeah. So that'd be good. All right. Uh, how about you plug your stuff and then we'll call it a we'll call it a day here, and then I'm going to do some asshole consulting. Well, I do a weekly podcast at blackbrigade.org called The Debrief with DT. And mm-hmm. yeah, tune in, fall in soldiers and trying to get that going. It's basically sort of like this, but a little bit more political, I would say. Just kind of talking about the political stories of the day and how they relate to your own personal life with the basic overall message being let it burn. That there's not much you can do about things. You just got to let consequences happen. So That's it? That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's not. It's not you a blood shackle. You just rant. slam on Minnesota <laughs> politics, where it's like, oh, these dopes over. And I'm like, fuck, I'm one of those dopes. <laughs> no, it's uh, like you said. It's like it's mostly therapy. It's mostly like a diary. Hmm. You know, it is interesting to to take uh, basically keep an audio diary and and record things. So uh, yeah. you're able to look back later and see, hey, oh yeah, I can see how that happened and how this happened and. Oh man, what a sucker back then! Oh, he was starry-eyed. <laughs> Just wait; he has no idea what's coming his way. <laughs> no, look at look at that shred of hope he still has left. Yeah, him. yeah, oh, man. Oh, what boy. a what a chump! <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Take us out. Toodles. <laughs>